From downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week at Nintendo Main, we talk about new Switch Pro rumors, and is this the last week of Mario's life? My whole island has been deflowered. I swore I was done. Now they've called me back for one last job. Deflowered. You deflowered everything. We, we, we will talk about that. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 263, your place for three hosts that talk about games they've been playing and uh, possible news and rumors and stuff like that. We start off the show like we normally do, and we'll talk about the games that we got and games that we've been playing and stuff like that. This is non-related, not game-related, but I got the shot. Got the first vaccine shot. Jess and I did. So there you That's go. So good. Hooray. Uh, we got it through the, actually, I got it through the Walgreens app is how I did it. And uh, she did it through the, we, we were just kind of, we went, to, we went from like different uh, websites looking around like ZocDoc and other like uh, vaccination appointments and stuff like that. And we were just like, even like joined a group on Facebook that was like just based around like finding vaccinations in Chicago and stuff like that. And she heard that uh, Walgreens was really packed, and we we were like getting it, you know, we were like making a point to like check it at like at like midnight or like check it at like six in the morning and all this stuff. And one time we were checking, we were checking the other thing that we were supposed to check at six, and then I just randomly went over to Walgreens, and then they were there. Actually, I think what I did is I actually looked because the my Walgreens app will only let me look by uh, zip code. And online on the when the website you could you could look by by the Chicago like the whole city you know, and I just started throwing random random zip codes in there. So I just threw in like a Peoria zip code like where my mom lives, and then mm-hmm. I saw like a whole bunch of them, and I was like shit. And then I changed it back to my zip code, and then there were a bunch of them on there still. So that's how we got it. And then I just like you know picked uh well basically I got it in the area where the where the Toys R Us used to be on Western in Chicago is where I got it and in, in that little area. So, uh, and she, and Jess got it in a, in a Walgreens over on, uh, like closer, closer to the house over on Armitage. But, uh, yeah, and we got it for like, like an hour apart. We both had, we both got the different ones, which is crazy. She got the Moderna and I got the Pfizer. So now we, I understand we, you being a little iffy to, to like jinx it or whatever last night. Cause yeah, we didn't, it sounds a little bit more complicated than what I dealt with. Yeah, we didn't know. Like we, were, I, I know Jess was really stressed about like whether it was gonna, you know, it's like, are we gonna get it turned turned away? Like, are, are we? Do we really meet like the counties? Like, uh, whatever. Like it's because it like because it just became the the group C or whatever that we enter B or B plus or whatever group it is. Like just happened like this Friday, like last Friday was supposed to when it was supposed to become available. So everything was kind of and it's like you know what if they turn us away? Like it's which I didn't think they would, but you never know, you know. And it's just kind of like. Don't. 
I mean, if they literally don't have any to give you, they they'll turn you away. Yeah, but it was. I mean, it was really busy at the Walgreens that I went to. There was like there was a person that got it right before me. There were two other people that got it behind me. Uh, when I went back, you know, they wanted me to like hang out for like 15 minutes. So I went back mm-hmm. and like waved at the nurse lady before I left, you know, to let her know that I'm not sick or whatever from it. <laughs> and there was like three other people in line to get it at that time. So there probably was like over 10 people that got it like in the 20 minutes that I was there. And they let me do it ahead of time too, like above above my uh, schedule. So that was nice. And, you know, we printed off a piece of paper and filled whatever in there with a gave, gave an insurance card and ID and all that stuff. And. And yeah, so that's what happened. It was really quick. You know, I brought I brought my 3DS with me to play in the car, and I didn't have that much time to play it. I did play it a little bit while Je- while Jess was in there, but I was going I was going old school for reasons, which I'll talk about later in the show. But yeah, yeah, got the got the shot. So there you go. And it's hell yeah. We have to wait like four weeks to get the second half. That's what kind of sucks. I thought without really looking at it, I thought it was going to be two weeks, which would be like the seventh. But we're not going to get the other half until the twenty first. So. It'll be like the end of end of April, which is like I was like, wow, okay, that's a lot longer than I thought. And it's the same day, and we didn't really we didn't really choose the date for the second one. It kind of just choose it chooses it for you. Yeah, you do that one, and then too. yeah, and then it chooses it. So we didn't we didn't do that on purpose. We didn't like fuck it up or anything. That's just yeah. Mine was three weeks, but I don't know. Maybe something's changed. Maybe it's because of their supply. They're stretching it out a little bit that way yeah i don't know i'm just uh and I, I see a lot more people online getting it than i know like a lot of people like i know like, Jay, like, got it. like jada got it today my upstairs neighbor jason so he, he got cool. it too like yesterday so everybody's seems to be getting around to getting it here as you have you have you found anything out in michigan about getting vaccination there uh, i've joined a couple of facebook groups like uh like just did in and I've been starting to look around, but I've not found anything definitive over here. Okay. I'll say get on Walgreens. I don't know how it is in Michigan, but Walgreens was, was, had a lot of appointments here in Chicago. Yeah, I checked so. a couple of days ago. I found a sort of a, a site that you can put your location in and, and check Walgreens, check CVS all on one site. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. None of them had it around here as of now. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, uh, cause I have, you know, I have a Walgreens app because I used to get my prescriptions there. So I just would turn on the app and then it's like right up front, there's a button that says COVID, says COVID vaccine. And I would just click that on like right off the main page and it would take me right there. And so I could just, I could just look for it whenever. So we were just kind of just uh, popping in and out and we got it done. So, well, first part, first part done, but it's, it should, you know, we shouldn't get turned away for the second part. So that'll. No, you won't. That'll, uh, they have to give you that second shot. Yeah, that'll take a lot of stress away away from us and all that. And maybe we'll take a mini vacation after that, like in around my birthday in May. You know, I know you're supposed to still wait a couple of weeks after after you uh, do the second shot. But well, if you stay in your little group of just the two of you, you'll be fine. Well, three of us technically. <laughs> three. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but I mean, it, you know, he's working. He's working jobs where he has to get test tested constantly. So it's you know, there's no no real worry on that. But yeah, that's- I know here, uh, here in uh, down where I live, a nearby county, which is actually the county I'm from, Vermilion County, put out like a basically a had the newspapers publish an article that was like, "Come here and get vaccinated, please," and they're asking people from other counties to come get vaccinated because because I don't know if it has to do with how poor the county is. That's kind of my like uh, guess, but they've actually got the National Guard there helping out with providing vaccinations and administering them and stuff. 
So I guess if they don't get enough of a response of people wanting them, then they're going to lose that help. So the doctors are saying, please come here, you know, use this help that we're getting. And so there's actually people I know here in Champaign that are skipping counties, trying to go over there. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, I mean, they're explicitly saying, please come here. And it's everyone over the age of 16 in Vermilion County right now. So I would, I was thinking that maybe you're saying that cause they like, you know, they had all these vaccines and they, you know, they can go bad by a certain date or something like that. And they were trying to just get them out before they, I don't know. I, I heard that somewhere. I think it's partially that also, um, there's definitely people that don't want the vaccine. There's probably, Oh yeah. Maybe those, there's, those, maybe those there's people. not as much of a demand. Yeah. <laughs> those, uh, whatever you want. The to article call I read weirdos. actually did have like a brief little interview with somebody that was saying like, I'd rather build a natural immunity. I don't trust the vaccine. So fuck them. It is definitely a mindset out there. Yeah. Cause herd immunity is just something that, that just happens from it's, it's stupid. <laughs> we, we got it. We need to lose at, lo- at least 2 million people before we can get to, uh, get to that. Not enough people have died. That's probably what they're thinking. They probably don't even think anybody's died. Just think it's like, like the flu, which the flu is what maybe killed like 60,000. Not even close, so whatever. But yeah, it's 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 ridiculous, but it, at least at least we got the process going on that. So I feel I feel a little bit better in our situation. It seems like we might be kind of nearing the end of this ridiculousness, you know. So that's nice, it definitely seems I like guess. things are looking a little more up the past, especially the last couple of weeks, because with the the stimulus and yeah, this the uh, just more information about the vaccines, more vaccines, and also just more like positive research showing how that they're effective and i don't know just the prospect of being able to see people again and travel is really nice thought as the weather's getting nicer this time around maybe we could be a little more hopeful than we were last year what i was thinking like for me you know i you know because i i've I've looked at audio jobs but i haven't really applied for anything lately like just because but I was like, you know, a lot of these say like COVID tests and stuff like that. But I'm sure like if you can, you just like send them your card and be like, hey, I'm vaccinated. Like just send them a scan of it and maybe that'll help mm-hmm. you get on stuff. That's what I was thinking. For once, this, once all of this is done, you know, when I'm, when I'm. I would definitely time, mention it on your application. I would mention it on everything. Yeah. Is what I'm planning on doing. And I was hoping that maybe help me get to get a leg up on some of this stuff. Because I would like to get start working again soon. Of course, whenever this is done, you know, whenever all this vaccination is done. I would be more inclined to start applying for more stuff. I just wanted to try to get all this stuff taken care of first before I get start focusing more on that. But yeah, that's that's what's going on there. But let's talk about some games and stuff. I uh, oh yeah, we're I didn't even, we didn't even introduce ourselves. I totally forgot it. We just started talking. We just started getting all friendly about the about the vaccination here and didn't even tell you these lovely people who we are. Um, you have no idea who we are. <laughs> nope. Hey, you know there's somebody there that doesn't. There's some new listener. Yeah, we, we're your hosts. I'm Trey 4Beat Johnson. I'm Jeremy Greenstar Fever Mikowski. I'm John. Never mind what I said last week, Knitter. I actually looked at the notes to say what you to see what you said last week. I mean, I think what you said last week is still the same thing, right? <laughs> that uh that IO like still has your has your nuts in a vice or something like that. Well, I thought I was done last week. Do I want to just get into it as we're gonna talk about it? Oh, the uh, sure. We can talk about it now. So uh, Hitman, they announced that they're doing another DLC uh, for Hitman 3. So I just bought what I thought was the last DLC, spending my $205 on that game. <laughs> uh, now there's another one coming out 
on uh, March 30th. It's called Seven Deadly Sins. It's actually a oh, wow, that's seven really part. Soon. Yeah, they're really quick on these updates. Like uh, that's yes. not even not even before the end of. I mean, you know, in this month, it's not even like next month. That's that's crazy. I guess right. like the game is the number three hasn't been out for even even two months yet, and they already are adding DLC. So that's cool. I guess I'm I'm gonna get I have the cloud version, so I'm just getting LC. I don't have to download anything. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but you still got to pay for it, right? Still got to pay for it. Yeah. So how it works is that it's a it's a seven part DLC. You can buy it in seven individual parts that are five dollars each, or you can pay thirty bucks for the whole package. And that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Five bucks. Yep. So yeah, that's it's amazing. They're just like just adding stuff. This is. This is a what is it? Um, I said I said it in the Slack about a uh, where it's like you know one game they just keep instead of like making multiple games you just make oh, one games game. as a service games as a right. service yeah like uh, you know like Grand Theft Auto like they they don't ever need to make another Grand Theft Auto because it's just forever Grand Theft Auto Online that's what it is now and if they yep. just re- keep releasing the same game for every system for the next twenty systems nobody will notice they've already done it three times might as well I got, even though I don't think the the PS5 one's out yet but there is a third one that's the same and it's just I feel like they realize that with that series where it's like, well, if we just do this online, we don't ever have to make another game. We can just keep updating this, you know, and that's a lot. And that was actually what became the downfall of a lot of series because of that. I know like EA did that with a lot of stuff, just trying to push it to just be games as a service instead of just letting it be a game. It's like, why? But they're it? doing it right the right way with Hitman because yeah. each of these games, all three of them, is a media package on its own. And I've, I've felt I've got more than my money's worth. Like, so far, I've spent $205, and then I've played 240 hours. So it was about a dollar an hour so far, and it's yeah. only going to get to be a better value as I keep playing. And I, I don't see any, any end of to playing this game. Have you, noticed, right have you noticed a difference in the gameplay like now? Because you have better internet probably here than you did in California, yeah, better, right? It doesn't drop as much. Yeah. Did you it still ever, drops a little bit, but did not you, that bad. Did you get, ever get all your stuff back? Like your pod and all I that? I get that tomo- tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so it got, it was supposed to come on Tuesday, but it got delayed. So tomorrow's the day. Oh, okay. And you, uh, yeah. Oh, I think you'll t- you'll talk about it. Let's say you've actually, yeah. your quarantine, I, quarantine has ended. I had a question about the DLC. Is it seven things that are going to be staggered or are they all coming out at once? They're going to be staggered. Okay. So I don't know what the release rate is or whatever if it's like one a week or something like that i don't know oh so the first but, one is on the 30th but then there's six others correct. that aren't out yet yep or that won't be out at that time so and mm. the 30th is tuesday next tuesday so yep but you'll probably if you want to play the first one if you want to get all of them for like a, a less thing you'll just pay the 30 dollars up front up the once yeah and like then the, get them as they go like the smash brothers fighter pack yeah sure yeah or like the yep. I, I did that with the Breath of the Wild DLC also. I paid like $20 up front for both of them, and then you just got the second one whenever it came around. So I like I like doing that. I did the same thing for Mario Kart 8 when that when that had DLC, just paid for both of them. And you got the you got the extra colors, the extra Yoshi colors and the Shy Guys and all that for the Wii U version, and then you got the other stuff whenever it came out. Cool. More more Hitman stuff. Just can, and it's not even it's not even a multiplayer game. It's just a Single player, single player stuff that they just seem to seem to have had a whole lot of ideas in there. Yeah, to just it keep... is, is one of the most densely packed games that I think I have ever played. There's just so much inside it 
to, to do. And I, I still find new things. I still hear new conversations from the NPCs. There's still a lot of novelty to it. It just keeps me coming back. Yeah. And it's still, you're not, you're still not bored with it. It's still like, uh, no, not bored at all. In fact, like I was looking at the, the extra missions at each level has the main missions that you do, the story missions and all that. And there's kind of like, they'll have five or six sort of little mini episodes, little remixes. And I've not done pretty much any, like most of those, you know, there must, there must be 30 of them. I think I've maybe done four or five. So I got a lot more to go. And each cool. of those is replayable, by the way. Each of so that we'll even have, yeah, each of those has there's like different ways to do it. So even though it's a mini episode, it's it'll still have its own little challenges and stuff there. So you don't one hundred percent it the mini episode just by playing through it one time. And that's the new stuff, right? The the seven additional things they're adding. We'll have well, that's both. just that's just what's it, stuff that's in there already. They're adding more of those. Essentially, the DLC is like more of those mini episodes. So yeah. There's a lot to this game. Sounds like it. Yeah. Do continue to play that forever. Maybe someday it'll beat uh, Mario Maker 2. Maybe someday. I did try one last thing about Hitman, then I'll pass it back to to Trey. Sure. Um, They do elusive contracts, which is like basically once a month or or it's been every couple weeks or so, they'll have something that's live for only like a certain amount of time, like, like three days. You can try this challenge. And you only get one shot at it. And so it adds an extra bit of tension and urgency to it. And I tried one of those today, and it's my second one. I've not passed one of those yet. So I failed kind of spectacularly. I thought I was sneaking around. There's, there turned to be a, turned out to be a guy like right around the corner there where I swear there was one. And then he alerted all the other guards and they all killed me. But that Eric. adds a lot more fun to it. You know, just having this, this thing that you only got one shot. And if you fail, it's just done and gone forever. Wow. That, that's, it's kind of like ninji, but like more extreme, mm-hmm. right? Because you can't try more than once. It's like the ninji time trials. And then, yeah. On Super Mario Maker 2, except it's uh, except you don't get to try it more than once. It's just one, then you're done. There's also a Horizon Chase Turbo does that too. Like that racing game that I talked way too much about, but... They they have like campaigns that they do for free where they where they uh, have specific like conditions to various uh, race tracks and they'll change it like every month or so and you can always jump on there and play the online campaign stuff whenever you want and it's constantly changing which is cool if you want extra challenges and stuff and I think you can unlock like different uh, colors and stuff for your cars and all that stuff through it still so they've continued to keep on keep on giving as well not as it's not like you only get one try but it was always like every time i boot that game up there was always something new that i hadn't seen so that's always cool if you want to jump back into it it's like oh yeah well what's going on over here it's like okay well they got some new stuff here and you know like uh scheduled that that had dlc as well but there was always like a new campaign thing that was like you know certain challenges for different times and all that so it was cool is that all you wanted to say about uh hitman for no, now, for now, go on. <laughs> for, you can continue for now. For for now, before we get to it later. So uh, I, I said my name was Four Beat because I actually ended up beating like four games this this week, which is pretty cool. Mm. I kind of just I thought uh, it was a music game reference. Yeah, no, I actually haven't played any music stuff. But um, I don't know. Everything kind of just like it, it, I just was, you know, stuff was just getting beaten left and right. I just didn't even think about it. I uh, this is I have to mention it's not video game related at all. It sort of is because it 
uh, directed my video game playing afterwards. But I watched the Snyder Cut on HBO wow. Max, and I actually liked it a lot. I thought it was great. I mean, compared to if you compare it to like the fucking the crappy like co-directed Joss Whedon one that came out, it's glorious because that because re- like the the reshot one was fucking awful was like total fucking ass there's no fake there's no cgi lip in this one i don't, I don't know if you guys got to see the scariness of that. that but it's frightening because i've seen you know you see a lot of articles of people being like here's all the stuff that was changed between the two versions and just seeing like fucking henry cavill's fake lip again is terrifying i forgot about how fucking weird it looks because he had this fake lip yeah because he had a mustache that he had from another movie that he couldn't shave so they did all the reshot stuff with a mustache and they put a fucking cgi lip on him so if you see so it looks so fucking weird and we've talked about you know we've talked write it in we've talked about the whole like uncanny valley and like being afraid of things that look like human but aren't human that's that right there it's fucking henry cavill's fake ass lip which is so weird should have just had (laughs) superman go grizzly and like add a little beard to him or something yeah it's uh just looking at pictures of it i'm like oh yeah there it is oh god that that lip was so was so scary but yeah it's uh it's dumb but then, I mean, the I think it's you know what I think that you should I think that everybody should watch it. I don't know. Uh, some people. Have, I don't know if I can deal with that aspect ratio. I've moved beyond it. Oh yeah, that's that's weird because they shot it in four by three because of IMAX. It was actually supposed to like make it a better thing for IMAX, and they were gonna they were gonna cut the top and bottom of it off and make it widescreen after that. So you're actually getting more than you would get in the you know if it was like it was released in theaters. But I mean, it's. It's just really, it's cool to just see where he actually went. And I didn't feel like it, I didn't feel like it drug. I mean, there's some stupid parts that could get cut. There's like way too much angelic singing and slow motion for me, but it's fine. IGN said that 10% of the movie was slow motion. They actually went and counted. I, I mean, maybe there is a lot of slow motion in it, but I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take anybody's word for it. I think you should, I think you should watch it regardless because I don't know if you, if you cared at all for like, I actually, I actually liked Man of Steel when it came out. I thought it was pretty good. I like ba- Man of Steel. Batman v Superman. I thought was stupid, but I watched it again. I watched like the full Zack Snyder cut, which is like three hours long, and that's actually better than the original one. I still think Jesse I- Jesse Eisenberg is fucking awful. He's like the worst. He's terrible. Like I would love for him to not be in the movie. And unfortunately, was that he- Lex Luthor? Yeah. He plays Lex Luthor, but he plays it like the Joker from Dark Knight, but really bad. I don't know where they were, where the fuck they were trying to go with this character. But I uh, always just think of him as Zucky. I mean, he's just like, yeah. I mean, I like Jesse Eisenberg. I think he's a good actor, but I, I don't know. I was, I don't know what the hell they were trying to do with this like a cred- incredibly annoying Lex Luthor. That's like, it's, yeah, it's like a cross between like Jim, like Jim Carrey's character before the Riddler, and uh, and like a. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, but like not good at all. Like a really bad. Like I don't know. We were we were watching it. He's like almost trying. He's like so close to trying to be the chaotic Joker, and it's like why this doesn't I doesn't make any sense for the character. But and unfortunately, he is in the Snyder Cut for like five minutes at the end, and I was still like, Ugh. and Jared Leto's Joker at the end is pretty scr- pretty cringe worthy too. But but aside from that, like just all the places that they go to. Everything just makes more sense. Like it actually, it's like okay, this is what was supposed to happen here. Okay, these parts actually make sense. The Joss Whedon one just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It's just kind of stuck together. There's just some random. There's some random villain, which I don't think they even say his name. He's just kind of there for them to fight, and then he disappears. And 
And there's actually even the CGI is different between the two of them. Like the 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 first one that was released looked like a guy in a mask, and now it actually looks like a character that's actually more developed, and you know where he's going towards and all that. Regardless, um, it basically got me in a DC mood, so I played some DC games, and I beat another PlayStation Four game. I ended up uh, beating Injustice Two, which I've had for I don't know how long. I bought it for my birthday, like right around the time when I first got a PS Four, and I beat the story mode on there, so that was cool. So I got so I got a second. There's two PS4 games I beat. So I did finally you start over. or Did you continue? No, I continued from where I was, which was like I don't know, like halfway through the game probably. And I just played till it might have been like maybe last quarter of the game. But I, I was playing through the story mode, so I just I just finished it out. And then it was like and then it was like go through it's like go go through it again and make a different choice and then if you do both choices there's an extra ending. And I tried to do it but I could not get back to the choice it wouldn't let me do it. Like I could only do the chapter before and then it would kick me out and then I'd have to start over again and I ended up fighting the same guy like six times and I still kept getting kicked out of the menu. So I ended up just quitting after a while. But I did but I did get credits on that. I screwed up uh I screwed up capturing him on the PS4 cuz I didn't cuz yeah I don't because you you know you hit the capture button and it has like the last hour captured and you can go through there, but if you hit the capture and then you hit the capture again, it restarts from when you hit the capture the first time. So I oh, lost shit. so I lost all the footage of the credits and all that stuff. So yeah. I wasn't able to post it. So that that's a new thing I didn't know about the PlayStation. So it doesn't capture. count then. Yeah, I mean I can. It's on there. <laughs> I could show. I could show you. No, I, yeah. So I I, I played that because I was in a DC mood and I also. I played uh, Superman Shadow of Apocalypse. It's a GameCube game, actually, based on the Superman animated series, which was a spinoff of the Batman animated series from the 90s. And that was a game I just bought because I heard it was one of the few good Superman games. And it's pretty good. I beat it I beat it in six hours, like a little bit less than six hours on stream. And it's just a little bit longer than the Snyder Cut. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I made it through that one. It's kind of, you know, it, it feels like a GameCube game, but it's, it's, you know, it's fun. You can fly all over the place and do different things. I mean, it's good. For, it's good for what it is. If I bought it for sixty or seventy dollars or whatever it was released for at the time, for and it was only six hours, I might be a little disappointed. But I got it. I think I bought it from GameStop for like ten dollars or something like that a few years ago. But I never, I never played through it all the way. So it was nice to actually beat it. So I did that. And also, I know Jeremy, you said you had been doing it, but uh, I brought, I broke out uh, Mario Toadstool Tour so Jess and I could play the, the golf game nice. on, on GameCube. And we were playing, and I was like, and you know, I had a, I had a GameCube card that like became corrupt, so I lost all of my saves. So I was, so we were playing, and I didn't have any 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 courses unlocked. So I'm like, oh shit! So I started playing through the tournament mode to unlock all of the golf courses, and I ended up beating it like in like in a day, <laughs> like just from just from playing through all the tournaments. And I and yeah, and then I hit credits and and beat and beat the game. Damn. So I was like, oh shit. And it didn't. It didn't take me that long. It was actually, I think. I'd, I think it only took me like a few hours. Like, I mean, I did. I did it across two days, but I mean, it was just. I was just, you know, going through. I would just play it until I get through the tournament, and then I start another one and go through the. And there's there's a really cool trick on that. I'm sure you you know about it, Jeremy. Where like if you're just, you know, if if you have a if you have a bad hole, you can just go to save, and it'll automatically take you back to the beginning mm-hmm. of the hole. So that's that's basically what I did to get through it. You know, because you you'll you'll you know you'll play and you can play for however many, however many, and say like you're on hole eight and you get like six and you're gonna go but get a bogey. You can just go to save and then it'll take you back to the beginning of the hole, 
and then you can start over again. So I that's it does how, that on the Game Boy one as well. Yeah. So Game that so that's how I that's how I did it. That's how I got through it because that final level, the Bowser's Castle level, is stupid. Like the the cores, <laughs> the the holes are so dumb. Like they don't. They don't make sense. They're not like golf. It's not like a golf course at all. Like one of the holes is is fucking uh, is like the bomb king guy from Mario sixty four, and you have to go up a spiral. Like it's a spiral, and the bomb king guy is on the top, and it doesn't. It's really hard to do that in golf, <laughs> you know, when you're not mm-hmm. like actually walking around it. It's really difficult. So th- there's a lot of levels like that where the the level is just completely designed weird. There's like the final one has like a has like steps like it would in the in the final Bowser levels, you know, where like you go out to the pipe and all that, and you have to hit your ball over that, and you know, hitting up st- steps from different angles depending on what you know what your if you land on the fairway or the waste area or whatever is is difficult. So it can be it just can be kind of ridiculous. And that when I got to the Bowser stuff, I was like, all right, some of these holes are really really unfair, but. I just tried it over and over again until I got to work. That first, that very first hole, I probably played like ten times before I actually got like a par on there. I, I don't even think I got birdie, but I but I got par. But I got a I got the fifty. Would you get like a you get badges for the holes if you get birdie or above, and if you get fifty, you get boo. So I unlocked boo as well, and I unlocked the star tournaments where everything's harder the second time around. So that was cool because I never beat that game either. I think I I think I got as far as Bowser's, Bowser's Castle but never defeated that tournament. So it felt nice and it wasn't, and I didn't really know like if there, if I was at the end or not, and then it was just like, Oh yeah, credits. And I'm like, Oh cool. So, so that was my other one, but it's a, you know, I was in the, been in the mood for a Mario golf since, you know, we both were because of the, mm-hmm. because of the direct and it's pretty good. And Jess and I, we've been playing it together. So, you know, it's a, it's been a nice relaxing game to, to just hang back and play two player on. And all that, so I got that one. And I also, uh, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about the uh, Zelda DS games. And I was thinking about Spirit Tracks, which I don't have it, and I never beat it, and I wanted to play it again. So I turned my Wii U on, and just looked at all the DS stuff on there. And Spirit Tracks is on there, like, uh, yep. And uh, I was, I was planning on getting. I didn't get it because I got another game this week, it. and I didn't mm-hmm. want to get, uh, I didn't want to get any other stuff, but. I was just looking. There's like, was there like 31 DS titles on there total on the Wii U, which oh, is really? which is still wow. a, which is still amazing. Yeah, there's 30 some like like total. I, I I just can't believe that it still amazes me that you can play DS games on your Switch. But I started playing my probably my favorite DS game ever, uh, Mario Kart DS, on on uh, mm-hmm. on Wii U, and I ended up beating that too. Like I because there was because I hadn't finished like the 150 CC of the of the remix stuff like i had never unlocked the final cup on that so i beat the one before and then i ended up beating the final cup so i got to the credits on that and it was cool because i did a video of it on twitter but it's like you know it's there's credits on the pad and then there's also like a there's uh the carts going past the sunset like on the tv because you know it's mimicking the the, mm-hmm. the dual screen and all that it's really neat, like what they did, what they did with the Wii U. But I was like, I should go back. I was like, I, I should get Mario sixty four DS just because, you know, I like to play Mario sixty four, and I never really beat that just because the weird controls. But it might be a little bit better on the Wii U. So I thought about getting that, and they're only like ten dollars. Like all their DS games are only ten bucks each. So I was gonna get that. I thought about maybe even getting like Metroid Prime Hunters and playing that on the TV, like for a stream or something like that. So. And, and and there was also we probably won't mention it or we'll forget about it, but there's also the news saying that like you know PlayStation and PlayStation Portable is like going to end their sales, like their eShop stuff, like in July, 
So I That's started crazy. started to think about like you know like it's like what you know what digital games do I want? It's like ah, I just started playing E Seven on PSP and like I and there's like three other E games that I wanted to get on there as well. So I know it's not July yet, but it already makes me think about like oh wait, but what about all the stuff that I said I'd buy later for PS Three? I need to get it all now. You know, it's like one of those freak out moments. It's like the same thing when the Wii Shop closed. You know, so. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking about like who knows when the Wii when the Wii U is going to close. So maybe I should start getting the DS games on there that I want, you know, because it, it could be a matter of time before all of a sudden that stuff closes. I wouldn't doubt that it would be soon. Yeah. So especially the DS stuff because it's this is the only way you're going to be able to play DS stuff on a screen for now, unless you get like a hacked DS that can somehow do mm-hmm. it, you know. And I wouldn't guarantee, I wouldn't count on it happening for Switch, you know, because it was such a weird thing for the wii u and it makes i really think that the on the wii u they were just trying to add more software Uh because they were probably the case so that's when we got the game boy advance and the yeah the pixel perfect super nintendo and all that it was so it was so cool though oh you know that was the the yeah pixel perfect was new 3ds but i mean we still had the super nintendo and nes stuff and all, all that on there it's such a bizarre thing but it's but so awesome like i I, and I was thinking about it. I was like, I wonder if they would have actually gotten into, like, if they would have re-released, like, Pokemon Pearl or something like that for the Wii U, if that would have sold more. You know, if they actually got into the actual, like, DS Pokemon stuff. Maybe maybe that would have uh, maybe that would have pushed it farther. I don't know. But it's a cool thing. Play play DS games on your Wii U. That's that's the moral of the story of that. I'll say, uh, I can just jump in for a second and say, I've been playing sure. Wild World on the Wii U. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's on there too. And it's pretty cool how uh, you can. I've just been taking it around the house, and it's like I'm playing my Switch because you really only need the one screen for that because the upper screen's just the sky. So if you're not trying to pay attention to the sky, then you don't need the second screen. Mm-hmm. So it's been pretty fun playing that like as a portable game around the house, and of course that's that also since it was on the DS had the D pad instead of the the uh, thumbstick, so. Feels nicer with the thumbstick. Yeah, but you, you can, can also play yeah, can it entirely it. touch screen as well. Yeah, yeah. Point the to controls like uh like Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. Which which that is the thing that's kinda sucks if you're trying to like stream because I was like I, I was like I could stream spirit tracks, but I'm like but probably not because everything happens on the bottom screen, not the top screen. So it doesn't it makes it difficult to stream it because you can only stream the top screen. So Well, you can change your orientation of your screens. Yeah, but I think you still, but you can't put the bottom screen on the top screen. The the bottom screen always has to be on the bottom screen. In some, well, cause in some it's, way. yeah, because it's touch touch yeah. sensitive. Yeah. So that that's the problem because I because I tried. I remember playing Phantom Hourglass and trying to put Phantom Hourglass on the TV, and I just could not get it to work because it because you can't. It has to be on the touch screen because you use the touchpad to control through it. So so there's that. But still, it's a it's a really cool it's a really cool thing to have on there. And that's cool that you're still playing. You're still playing Wild World on there. Yeah, I'm not playing it a lot, but it's just a nice little diversion. Uh-huh. I think that's the last of my four beats there. But I felt pretty cool about, about getting through all of those. I've still been playing. Uh, you know, I, I got a bunch of RPGs, so I'm still playing those. I ran into two glitches in Kingdoms of Amalur already. One of the one of the very first missions where you're supposed to kill these two brothers and take their knives to prove that you killed them. The second brother, I can't pick up the knives off the ground, so I can't complete that mission ever until they patch <laughs> it. So it's kind of annoying. It's really, I mean, it's not really, it's like one mission and it's to help you join a faction. I think you can join the faction without completing that mission, but still it's just like, 
what the fuck, guys? Like, this is the remastered version. Like, why can't I pick up this fucking knife? It's just, it's just weird that it's just, it glitched so early. And I also ran into a problem where I was fighting. I, thankfully, it worked out. Like, I didn't get stuck, but I was fighting a boss, like a big, like a uh, Viking, like huge, huge, like a uh, god looking guy. And he, like, smashed me into the ground. Like, my character got smashed into the ground where I couldn't move. I was like, my legs were like in the, were like in the earth and I couldn't move. But thankfully, he ran close enough to me that I could shoot magic at him and still kill him. And, uh, when he died, there was a cutscene, and then I was out of the ground, and I could move around again. But it was just like a, it was a funny glitch where I was just, I got pounded into the earth to where my character couldn't move, and I was like, oh, oh okay. I'm like, I hope this doesn't fuck my game over. But then after the, the, there was a cutscene after they after they died, and then I was out. I was fine after that. I moved my character moved to a different a different place so I could move again. I'm imagining Monty Python and the Holy Grail fighting the Black Knight. Uh, he was just a stump on the ground. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much how I had to do. I had I needed them to like come close enough to me so I could shoot magic at them and kill them. So, but I mean, aside from those glitches, that game is still really cool. Like I like uh, I, I like all the options in there. Like I like how they they do it really well. Where you don't really you're not stuck in a certain class. Like if you pick the wrong class, like you don't have to deal with that through the whole thing. It's more based around uh each of your skills. It's it's a lot like a Dragon Quest Eight or Dragon Quest Eleven. Like how you can like level up yourself as like a sword user or like an, or like a bow and arrow user or whatever you do the same thing on this. Like if you want to be, if you want to be like a magician, if you want to use like staves, you can, uh, you can like upload that or you can like, uh, you know, add like skill points to that separately for another thing, but you can really combine stuff. If you want to be like a, if you want to be like a knight that can use spells, you can still do that. Cause you can use spells like with any class. And it's just, there's a lot of really cool uh, options in that game. And it's and it's fun to play to play in that way. Like I've I've really been enjoying, it. and it's just fun to run around and play because the 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 whole like combat system is just great. Like it just it feels great. It feels like an action game. It's like a true like I said before. It's the true definition of action RPG because it feels like it feels like God of War or something, but like as an RPG with a lot more you know with skill trees and stuff that you can build on your characters with. But you can kind of just. You can make your character however you want, and you and you get you get two weapons that you can alternate in between at any time. So, so you could be like a magic user and a knight at the same time if you want. You could have your magic staff, and you can have your great sword, and you can just go back and forth between the two, you know, and also throw your lightning bolts or whatever. It's it's just it's a lot of fun. So I played I played a lot of that. I think I'm in like I think I'm like 15 hours into it or something like that. But it's been cool. Uh, also, I got back on Bravely Default too because I hadn't played it in a while. I played it for a few hours the other night. I beat I beat the beat the Beastmaster, so now I'm a beast. Now I can be a Beastmaster on there, which is pretty cool because it's basically like Pokemon. You can start catching uh, monsters in the game and use them against people. Like seriously, it it it's the same way as Pokemon. You like uh, you basically you know take their take their health down until they're weak enough, and then you like throw a net out to catch them, and then you can use them to fight with people later and it's and I don't think there's a limited amount of how many you can have or at least not as small as Pokemon but there's that and I also I maxed out all my freelance jobs so like all so I have extra experience for everything now so it got more interesting once I I got kind of tired of using freelance cuz freelance is like the first job that you get mm-hmm. but I but I finally like maxed out all those out so now I can start experimenting and doing other stuff but it's still a yeah it's still a really good game it's a lot of fun I'm like in the I'm in the dungeon after the after the Beastmaster, but I've been doing a. I, I, I started doing the whole like you know where you put it to sleep and you go sailing and you get all the extra extra items and stuff like that. That's still a lot of fun to do. 
but I started, you know, I started like doing different stuff. Like one of my characters is a monk and one of my characters is a beast master. And one of them is like a white mage and a black mage. So I'm trying to like develop all the magic skills and stuff like that. So it's great. It still feels, you know, feels a lot like a final fantasy game. And, and I, and I feel like a lot, a lot of people say that the game is unfairly hard, but I don't think it is. If you actually understand, I mean, if you understand how to play an RPG, you just have to, you just can't like brave through everything. You got, you got to be careful with what you're doing. You got to try to protect yourself and, you know, dis, dispel like whatever, whatever shit happens to you and freelance, the freelance mode actually has a lot of that stuff where you can take away the, 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 the buffs and debuffs of the other characters and stuff like that. So I still highly recommend it for anybody who hasn't played it. And also I bought, I bought monster hunter rise just because it's coming out tomorrow. It'll be out mm-hmm. tomorrow night. It's a big release of this week. And I've been saying it for months that I'm going to get it. And I watched a was it I watched Nintendo Life's like 20 minute review of it. And I was watching them them play the footage, and they're like running around shooting the guy with this like giant gun. And I'm like I've never I'm like I've never played a Monster Hunter with a gun before. So I went back to the demo of Monster Hunter Rise, and I started playing with the light bow gun. And all of a sudden, it felt like a third-person shooter game, and I was like, "This is kind of cool. I never really played it like this." And it felt and it felt different because I'm running around shooting this machine gun thing at this and these at these dragons and and dodging out of the way of them. And I actually felt like I knew what I was doing finally in the game. So, so after I played that, I was like, "Well, shit. I wonder if that guns in all the other uh, Monster Hunter games that I have." So I played a so I played the 3DS one. I played Generations, and it's on there too. So I went and I did did a couple missions while I was waiting for Jess to get her uh, get her shot. So broke out the old 3DS, played it, played it on there, and it's uh it's still there. It looks pretty good. I mean that game looks pretty good for 3DS, you know. And it's 3DS XL, so the screen's big. And if you turn the 3D all the way up, the screen looks even bigger. So it's like uh, I just fucked fucked around and did did a couple missions on there. I'm actually just because I'm really. Uh, I'm I'm really psyched about the Monster Hunter release. I'm actually gonna try to play. I'm gonna try to play the uh, Monster Hunter Try for Wii U tonight. Whenever we're done recording this, so that's what I was gonna do is is go play that game for a while, and then I'll stream and then I'll stream the other one tomorrow. But it's it's been getting really really good reviews all over the place. So I'm really excited to to try to play it. So and I heard the I heard the online works works better than most Switch games. So that's good. It's really easy to to jump in to jump into a match and all that if you want to do it but the the regular single player quests are just as interesting and all that plus like the whole uh defend your island thing where you're in like a giant gun and you're just shooting at them looks pretty interesting too the whole uh like tower defense meets monster hunter rampage stuff that was in the directs looks pretty interesting so i'm psyched i'm on board with it i'm doing it so so yeah oh yeah and, and another thing uh when I was cleaning out this room, I found I finally found my 200 gig micro SD card for the Switch. I thought I thought I lost it, but I finally I finally found it. So I thought it about wasn't somewhere weird. It was like in a it was like in a box that was under the desk, like in the corner of a box. Like it had all obviously fallen off of my desk into another little box, and that's where it was. It was like in the corner of this cardboard box. And that's what that's why I never find it's and it's tiny. Those things are those things are super dinky. But I thought about uh, I thought about offering it up to a listener just for the fun of it. If anybody, you know, I was going to say if anybody uh, wants to start a Patreon at the dollar level, uh, you know, maybe I'll give it like a few weeks. If anybody joins, I'll choose one at random and send it to you. If anybody needs a two hundred gig micro SD card, become a patron. You know, we can I, we can contact each other through message and all that and. 
I'll send you I'll send you two hundred gig uh, micro SD card for your Switch. Give you give you some extra space on there. So so yeah, get on that. You can also listen It'll, to our thirty extra stuff. It's true. Were you gonna say something? I was just gonna say uh, a, a a big memory card's a game changer for the Switch. It just really opens up your possibilities for what you can download and what you can have to flip between on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, knocking on that door of needing to get a bigger one right now. now so. I had to delete Apex Legends, but I hadn't even tried yet in order to get the games that I got this week. I'm, I'm, so, look, I'm looking forward to deleting that game. I haven't I haven't done it yet, but it's going to be fun because it's like a 20 gig thing. and 30? Well, mine was 20. It was like, I swear mine was 29. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, it was there were some sites that said it was 29, but it was actually 18 when I downloaded it. Mm. But I mean, it's... Um, yeah, I, maybe there were some updates after that, but uh, yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get into it, so... I'm I'm just waiting to be like, oh, I need space, and then I'll just delete it, and it'll be like, ha ha, it'll be great because then there'll be 30 gigs on there. But I was able to download. I mean, Monster Hunter is only like seven gigs, so I was able to download that. So I already have it; it's already loaded, so I don't have to deal with any sort of like craziness when it comes out, you know? Because there was all that trouble with the demo when it came out. Same thing happened with a uh, with uh, Apex Legends, where everybody tried to download it at once, so it wouldn't work. You had to try it like multiple times until it worked. Until it worked, but. But yeah, and aside from that, you know, Animal Crossing stuff, which we've all been doing, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, we decided it in between recordings, we haven't actually talked about it on the show, but we decided that for our, well, we talked about it a little bit, I guess, but we decided that for uh, this month's Patreon episode, we're basically going to do an overview, an audio overview for certain levels of Patreon, where we we're just basically going to go through like a tour of all of our towns. And we're going to record that. So we're going to get the thing that Jeremy wanted of making an episode in Animal Crossing. <laughs> but we'll just go from town to town and we'll talk about our town, you know, talk about our, our what we have going on and our villagers and stuff. And, you know, hopefully it'll be interesting enough uh, audio-wise where it can stand at his own. I think it will be. We can finish up on my town because I actually have a studio for us that I'm working on. Yeah, I thought that whatever you had would be our final place that we land on. But yeah, no, just we'll try to talk as much about all our, you know, like stories that we have with our villagers or like a lot of parts of my town, like there's a story for like why that thing is there. You know, like there, yeah. like I have this one, I have this chair that's the, the seat that's under this chair and it's because it's, it's still there because it's the first piece of furniture I ever put down on the map because that's where my house used to be. So I left this, I left the chair under this tree because it's, a symbol to the very so whenever I go by it, I know that that's the first thing I ever put on the map, so that's why I left it there, you know, and, and never changed it around. So so stuff like that. It'll be it'll be really cool background stuff, and we never really last week we didn't really get to talk about our favorite villagers and all that, which mm-hmm. uh, Jess felt really bad because she wanted to talk about Zucker, which is her ultimate favorite villager, who's really cool. He's like the little the takoyaki guy, you know. He yeah. looks like with the stick in his head and all that, and uh, you know. She's also looking for rose seeds. I'm sure I told you guys that, but if you have, if you can buy them from your shop, I, t- I checked. Me. Unfortunately, I don't. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any roses. Like, because I remember I had to get. I remember I got like the first time I got roses was from her brother because they had them. I picked them from them, but I never, never had it in my thing. But if anybody who's listening have them and want to let us know, send us a send us a message through Twitter or something like that. Jess is looking for rose seeds, but yeah, I did. Uh, I've I've done a bunch. I haven't. I don't think I've been as as extensive as you guys have on your Animal Crossing stuff, but I've definitely been deflowering the the the, the town a lot. Mm-hmm. 
there were big, there's big areas that I've just been digging up the flowers and just selling them for like 300 bells or whatever. And, uh, I, I think I broke like five shovels, like going through, going through the flowers and it feels nice. It feels nice to just get rid of the flowers in your fucking town, especially when I have this probably like half of my Island is all flowers. So, I mean, it's, it was really cool to just go through and fucking get rid of them. And I, and I like, and I like put a, put like stone pavement down and I put some dinosaurs up and some couches and like an Apple TV and some other shit, just like ran just around to make it look like a, there's like a soft serve light also, but I tried to make it, you know, I built like a, a hangout area that has like a, has like a weight set and a treadmill, like on another thing. And, you know, put a, put a bunch of like lined up a whole bunch of uh, plants and stuff like on the side of a cliff and. Just stuff like that. I've just been trying to make my areas more interesting, you know, and just get rid of those flowers. And it feels nice to, like, rid your town of flowers. So that's that's what I've been doing mostly. I said last week that I'd start doing it during editing, and I did it, and I've done it. few few couple couple big places. There are still some big places on my island that still have a lot of flowers, but I was able to clear a lot of them. So. But I, I figured that would transition into what you guys have been doing on your Animal Crossing stuff because that's good for me. Yeah, that's a good transition for me. I'll just skip right into Animal Crossing because that's what I did too. I got rid of all the flowers. And my first thought was like, you know, I'm just overwhelmed by it. I've been putting this off since probably last May or June, maybe even before. Because I thought it was a really good idea to plant flowers everywhere to try to get my island rating up. And I also thought it would look really cool. It makes hunting for bugs easier during it, the bug. It, it did. I mean, it yeah. it did look cool for a while, but eventually it's just kind of like, yeah, man, <laughs> it's just, they're everywhere. Exactly. So after a while, I was like, well, I want to get rid of at least some of them. And that's when I started putting up the dinosaurs. And then I would leave some flowers around them and kind of like make them look like they were sort of a garden installation. And that looked cool, but I just got overwhelmed and just gave up on it. And so now that we're going to do something, I decided it's time. Now that I've been whining about wanting to do an episode from animal crossing, we're finally doing what I want to do in that regard. So I got to, I got to make things look a little nicer. So I used the pipes. The pipes was a really good idea. I set up a pipe right by the shop, you know, cause it was, I was doing this at night. So I did, like you said, Trey, where I was just selling them to the, to the box outside. And, um, yeah, I just had one pipe set up there and I carried a pipe with me and would just keep moving it as appropriate to go quickly back and forth. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you did the pipe in the pocket thing. And that's what Jess does still where she just, yeah, you just set the pipe down and then it'll take you yep. back to one central location and you can just warp there at any time from wherever you are. And I shit you not, it probably took me at least three to four hours to get rid of all the flowers. Like I did a over the course of two nights that seems kind of quick actually (laughs) i could see i could see it taking longer than that i mean i got really focused and i was like listening to podcasts and doing other stuff at the same time but yeah i would literally just fill up my i wouldn't fill up my inventory but i'd carry like five shovels at a time and uh just keep breaking them yet i probably broke at least i mean i'd say i probably went through 15 or 20 shovels i just kept like making a bunch at once and then burning through them and yeah, eventually I got to the point where now I'm kind of like, oh shit, did I get rid of too many flowers? Because now you can get them back. Not very many. Yeah, it, I still have all the ones <laughs> around the dinosaurs, so yeah. I'm happy with those. 
Because, I mean, I have, like, I have a, I have rows of golden ones that are by my residence center. I'm going to leave those there. Like, the, but I was, like, I was digging up all these ones that are, like, kind of rare, like, pink and orange ones or whatever. And I'm, like, I'm, like, it's fine. I can make them again. Like, if I really want them, I'll go fucking get them. Like, it's, you know, I mean, that's, that's kind of how I felt about it. I'm, like, eh. I, I really, I really wish you could just, and I'm sure you felt the same way. It kind of sucks that you have to throw, you have to, like, sell them. Mm-hmm. There's no way. You can't discard them like you would in a regular RPG game, you know. Like, you can't you can't just throw them away. You can't just like toss them. You have to go back. You also can't store them. Yeah, you have to actually sell them. You have to go to the store. You can't just like you can't just like pick them and throw them away. You can't just they don't disintegrate. So it's like that's kind of irritating. And it's I, extremely irritating, yeah. which is why it took so long to do it. And I didn't. I don't think I knew the full gravity of what it was going to be like because not only do they that do they like take so long to get rid of but when there's that many of them they start to spread like weeds and so i had like all these areas i started to clear out that weren't cleared out anymore so i had to do all those all over again and didn't really find any rare flowers there were some black ones but i mean i've come across those on the islands i go to it didn't really wasn't that cool but yeah i've got rid of everything all the flowers they're all gone even the ones i had to be my markers for where to dig the holes when I do the rock thing. So yeah, I don't need those anymore. Like they were a cool oh, yeah. novelty, but I know I, I, yeah. I don't need those. I never did that. Cause I just, I, I know where to put the, I actually do have some, I have some furniture stuff kind of set around there. Like I have an ice wall that's like, right. That's like uh-huh. right there. And I would just dig next to it. And there's a lot of them where there's trees, like at the right angle where I just dig, dig a thing next to it. Or there's one rock that I have right next to a river where I just, mm-hmm. I just have to put one, just one hole there, and then that'll. So, there, you know, it's most of the time I know know where to put it. But I, I feel like also the the winter and the snow like really overpopulated the the uh, the flowers a lot because every time it snowed, it was like it was like raining and it snowed a lot like during mm-hmm. those winter months. So the flowers seemed to get out of control. Like that was when I started to feel them. Like it wasn't like oh this is pretty. It was like oh my god they're everywhere. <laughs> like like once it started getting to. Winter time, it was just like, okay, this is ridiculous. I need to do something about these flowers. Yeah, I'm happy I finally did it. It felt really nice when I was done. And now I've got all this space where I'm just like, shit, what do I do? Um, so I started to try to lay out some furniture and stuff like you were saying, Trey. Uh, haven't really gotten that thematic with it, but I figured I would probably put up some more fossils and maybe do some more paths. And I don't really have fences, and I know fences are good for your island rating, so I might try to get some of those going too but i did work on some other stuff but i figured i'd save it for when we actually hang out um i did i mean i am building a studio and i I really like what it looks like so far but i think i'm going to tweak it a little more before we do anything but uh, it's coming along pretty nicely and that's been kind of a fun part of uh all this that it's made me play every day because i can only order five items a day and between the mario items and now the specific things i want for the studio Mm. I had sort of like write out, I like physically wrote out a list of things I want, like a wish list for the studio. And then I have to like spend a few days like accumulating all those items through the uh, catalog and, and stuff. And an interesting uh, kind of uh, s- sort of a cheat that we figured out uh, that Jess and I figured out is if you actually order items for your friend, they'll get delivered on the day. You won't, you won't have to wait. So if you needed something like, automatically I could order it and have it sent to you and then you would get it right then. Oh, cool. You would get it like that. I never thought about that. 
because we we figured we figured that out. Like if uh, if you know you still can only order five things a day, I think. But if you want to order order something and you send it to your friend, your friend will automatically get it at that moment, and you won't have to wait. Because Jess did the same thing for me. She ordered me a thing, and then all of a sudden it was in my mailbox, like the second after she ordered it. So that could be something if you needed something really quickly, you can always have somebody send it to you. But I, I've, been, I've also been building a floating block wall, one of those like big, you know, the big curvy floating block walls. So mm-hmm. I have on, on my on the west side of my town. There's just a big, there's just a big giant floating block wall, and it's cool. It's nice to see it over the over the horizon, and it does the curve. It curves with the with the world, and it looks weird. But I don't know how many blocks I have there. But I've just been ordering five blocks a day, and I also like ordered a bunch of coins and made kind of like a coin forest in the back where there's. Just coins like spread out in the trees, like in the. See, so, yeah, I I town. just realized you can grab the coins, like it's just for fun. But I didn't realize you could actually pick them up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You pick them up and they come back. And also, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen it recorded on other on like Twitter and stuff. But uh, your villagers will also pick up the coins. It's just funny. Oh, that's they'll, cool. They'll they'll like run towards them with their hands out and be like ah, and pick them up. So I, I wanted to get a video of me doing it, but I haven't seen anybody run for them yet. But when but when I was building when I was taking all the flowers down I did actually see more of my villagers on the higher points of the of the island after I got rid of all the flowers so I don't know if that has anything to do with that but I never I like never see villagers at all on the higher parts parts of my island and I saw they were actually walking around once I got rid of all the flowers so maybe that made it more appealing to Successful, them or something yeah. like that I don't know I mean mostly though I've just been I'm still caught up in doing all the daily chores. And um, so this is probably the most I've played Animal Crossing, you know, on a daily basis, at least since last summer. So it brought me back in a big way, but I kind of do feel in my heart of hearts that this is kind of the last hurrah for Animal Crossing. Yeah. We're going to we're going to do our episode about it. And I just don't know how much I'm going to care afterwards. Um, that, that, yeah, we'll that, see, though. That, that was kind of the idea I was, I was going for for the episode where it's like this will be kind of our our own goodbye of I mean not that I'm ever going to stop playing it because my because you know my but it's wife, a full my wife, year my wife loves for the it most part I'll keep yeah, playing it with everything. her but mm-hmm. yeah but it's like yeah for the most part we'll have seen everything because it's been a full year and this game kind of summarized a certain time of our lives and it kind of seems like maybe things are changing for the better so it's another reason to like happily say goodbye to Animal Crossing, and I just I'm seeing in my head like a really cheesy image of someone like setting down their switch and then opening up a door and looking outside like, <laughs> go, <laughs> go, we don't like you, get out of here. Like uh-huh. the 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 big you got it you got to do the Bigfoot thing. No, you get a letter no. in the mail from your, all your villagers. They said this is an intervention. You need to go outside in real life. When you were talking about a visualization, I just saw. I I know you. I don't think you have it physically, but I just thought of you just like taking the little SD or the little like switch cart and just putting it mm-hmm. down and taking a hammer and just going like, and it's just <laughs> breaking it in half. <laughs> that, that was the first thing my mind went to. Just like weeping that. the entire time. <laughs> like, eh, I hate you. I love you so much. This is why I'm doing this. I mean, don't don't break your don't break your switch games. Like for real. No. But yeah, no. I mean, I'm glad that this that this episode is at least like bringing you guys back to the Animal Crossing world, and you're playing it on the regular. For yeah, I mean, I went to the uh, you know the terminal in the in the town center today, and it said seven plus days. 
it's consecutive. So at this point, I'm I'm back to the way I used to be in that game. But I've really only been playing one other game this week. I mean, I played so I definitely been playing some Guitar Hero, and uh, I got my second guitar that I ordered in the mail. So now I have two, but I haven't tried two player yet. But it's working great. I'm getting more accustomed to the to expert mode, and now I'm just starting to really miss like my favorite songs that were in the first two that I really want to play. And uh, been kind of looking through eBay and not having much luck finding affordable copies of five or the greatest hits one. Well, not not for Wii. I think, I, I think wasn't the greatest hits one. It just released in the EU for the Wii. That's all I can find copies of for that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I thought that it was maybe it was just at the time nobody bought it, but I know like the PlayStation Three one is easier to get. It's cheaper, and that's that's one that I have is of the great of the greatest or the Smash hits. I guess this is what yeah. it's called. But yeah, there was a what what do we find out? There was a Guitar Hero Four and a Guitar Hero Five. Also, mm-hmm. I forgot about Five. I knew there was a Four. Well, four is a. Uh, oh wait, no. But then there's Band World Hero tour. also, which is like six. So I have four. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a. Yeah, there's three, and then there's the tour, and then there's five. Uh-huh. But then there's Band Hero, which I think is technically six. So I mean, yeah. I was playing three a little bit yesterday, and I totally forgot that there's boss battles in that game. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you got to play uh, the final. I forget what that final song is. It's um. Isn't it like, isn't it like Devil Went Down to Georgia? Is that the no? That's the second one. Oh, I think it is. Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you do play uh, Crossroads. The is very, one of them. You have to play the uh, freaking uh, Tom Morello. Like you're battling Tom Morello on some weird yeah. song that's just entirely a stri- like it's not even a real song. I think it's just something he wrote for the game, and it's some like buckethead sounding shit. But yeah, other than uh, other than just kind of having fun with it like i guess i'm trying to unlock all the songs in three and at the same time i've been playing some world tour and i put in a code so i can play all the songs in that already um let's see though oh and i was gonna say i still just kind of like thinking about our new house and like how i want to lay it out and i think i'm gonna try at least right now i have an idea we'll see how it goes but i kind of want to have like a corner of the house that's just the music game corner and i'm gonna have like ddr where where the where the crt is (laughs) yeah yeah, and maybe like because my my uh my TV's kind of going to shit. My HD, my one I bought in 2012, is starting to like make a weird humming sound. Mm. I don't know. It's it's just get it's just like in like the edges of the screen are starting to like get kind of cloudy. Like it's starting to like fade kind of. And I'm wondering if I'll probably end up getting having to get a new TV after we move, and then that might become my like music game TV for the HD stuff because. The screen doesn't have to be perfect, and if it's making a weird humming sound, you won't really hear it over the sound of the the music games. So. Hopefully, I mean, it might, it might mess mess you up because you can't hear the music because the hum the hum's too yeah, loud. I don't know. It's it's a dream I have. We'll see how it goes. It's just a little idea I had in my head of trying to like because who knows by the time we move, I might not I might be back to not caring about <laughs> all this stuff again because it's just these little fads I go through. Um. But yeah, Guitar Hero, just trying to reclaim my, I don't even know if I call it my youth, my younger adulthood. Your 20s? Yeah. Guitar it just Hero. doesn't, it, it doesn't feel the same as it did because it was such a social thing back then. Now it's like I'm in, I'm alone in my office playing it. Remembering the days of Guitar uh-huh. Hero, yeah. I'm just watching on this little tiny dusty TV. I'm just like, I bet I could throw a football over those mountains. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Otherwise, uh, the only other thing I've really been playing this week was 3D World, which 
I uh, think last week I was pretty close to having all the green stars, and this week I, I finished getting all of them up until the first time you beat it. So I, it's also my beat of the week. Um, I beat Bowser on the eighth world and got the credits. And now I unlocked some new levels and haven't even started those yet. So that's where I'm at in that game. So I decided I was going to take a little bit of break from it, but it's a fun game to return to. And I think I'm now I'm over 40 hours on it. So it's approaching my uh, dollar an hour uh, value point that I like so much. Pretty close, pretty quickly. Really wishing I'd bought the physical version of this game because I wish I could just loan it to you guys. So you oh yeah, then you could just then you could just send it Fury. to us. Yeah, I really want you guys to play that. I think you'd I think you'd like it a lot. I oh, it's I mean, one of those things that might end up being like a, one of those like like lost of time things because people don't want to buy the game to play it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, maybe it. You know, I've I've seen a lot of people talking about like maybe it's. Maybe it's a, a look into whatever the next 3D Mario will be, like the next new one. Will maybe be kind of like Bowser's Fury, and maybe that'll be on there. I don't know. I will say playing 3D World a lot this past couple of weeks, I do feel like Nintendo really leaned more into 3D World being their like that's Mar that's more Mario than Mario Odyssey, if that makes any sense. Like Odyssey to me doesn't necessarily feel like a direction. It's more like a it's just an, a one-off Mario game, I think, maybe. And it, it possibly they'll do like a, a sequel like they did with Galaxy. But I feel like 3D World's the place that they're going to be rating upon. And I think Bowser's Fury is one little piece of proof of that. Like They just they really like that style. They really like the Cat Mario thing. And I think they it's made a whole theme park about it. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like, the, it's like one of the styles in Mario Maker. And we'll see. But I hope, I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to playing a full Mario game in that style. In the meantime, though, I just wish you guys could play it because it's a nice little eight-hour, ten-hour diversion, however much I played it. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear it's great. I mean, I, I like to play it. One of these days, I will. It would, it would be nice if when the uh, dust is settled on 3D World, you know, a couple of years from now or whatever, that they just put out Bowser's Fury on its own, pay ten bucks, check it out. Yeah, I'd I, say. I mean, I would even pay twenty bucks for it. I think they still it would be worth twenty bucks. I was gonna say, I think they still sell it for thirty. I don't know. They like to sell things for high for high prices. But I would say, as far as games go, that's about it this week. Didn't really play my PS2, unfortunately, but it's still hooked up. How dare you? How dare you not play not play your PS2? I got a couple games this week. You you got a bunch. You're uh you like are you are the game buyer? I only bought I only bought one this game week, and yeah. I didn't even play it. But I was surprised by all the stuff you got. Yeah, this is a weird week, huh? I got um, Scott Pilgrim. It was on sale for 12 bucks, so that was the right price for me. And uh, Of course, I love that movie, and I read the books. And, uh, this is my first time really playing the game. I, I remember trying it one time back when it came out. My first time really playing the game is right now. I'm enjoying it. It's a great beat-em-up. The, the style is very cool, reminiscent of the books, as if they were processed by a, a Super Nintendo. Yeah, uh, it's a fantastic game. If you haven't tried that, it's pretty cool. And if we do eventually all get the game, it would be fun to do a four-player on that one. Yeah, I uh, you you sent you sent a message on Slack about uh, about playing it, and I just didn't I didn't get it because I knew that by the time I was able to play it, you'd be asleep, so I didn't get it because I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to play it until like two in the morning, and that's three three in the morning your time, so that's normally how why oh, I didn't bother with it last week, but eventually I'll get it at some point. Yeah, sometime soon. And I haven't played the extra modes, but there's a couple extra modes in there too, which I just found out about. There's like a dodgeball game. There's a, 
one was called Battle Royale. I don't know if any of these are new or, or what, but it seems to be a lot to this game. Good value for, for 13 or 12 bucks, whatever I paid for it. Probably the best value of the week, though, and I, I put it as my pick of the week, is the Bioshock HD collection. Yeah, you, 20 bucks. You, you bought that. I did. Have you, uh, I mean, have you played? Which ones have you played? I mean, you just played the None first of one? You haven't played any of them yet? Never played any of them, no. No, I mean, oh, but wow, like. Oh, wow, then hell yeah. But I mean, but have you, I'm saying, have you, what have you played oh, from what you've bought? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've only dipped my toes into number one. I think I played it for maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Oh, that, that's cool. I mean, I hope, I hope that it, I hope that it has the effect on you that it did so many people when it came out because I played through it over a couple of days because it blew my mind. Like I played it, I played it on a 360 the first time and then I played it again on a PS3 later. But at that first one, just like the way it, just the way it told, told the story and just how cool it looked. And I just was mesmerized by it. I was just like, wow, what a game. It, it feels more like a horror movie yeah yeah the other ones which i like i, I mean i you know like dooms one of my favorite games so it's kind of like it was kind of like a new doom in a way you know but in this own weird scariness of it because it's less demons it's more just like deranged people and and this whole like Anne rand theme to it is just uh i don't know i even i even read like some of uh atlas shrugged after playing this game just because i was so intrigued by the world and all that shit so i mean i just couldn't believe that that's what they were going for, you know? And, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's, it's just cool. It'll, it'll be fun to talk to you about how you feel about the games, because I think they're, I think they're all still pretty good. I know a lot of people like, don't love like uh, the infinite. They don't love that one as much as they used to, but I have pretty good memories of those first two. And I, and I see this collection on sale all the time. I'm just like, I'm like, I just don't have time to play it. And I don't really want to care that much to play. Anymore. I will say so uh, one thing that kind of, playing infinite sort of recently one thing about it that i was shocked about that i didn't remember was like some crazy like uh really racist like imagery which you'll find in those games a lot because they kind of are yeah, but i mean it's about that though i mean infinite yeah is. but like the especially in light of like the uh the, cr- the crimes against asian americans and stuff a lot of stuff that's been happening recently oh um, yeah yeah there's some really like some really like cringy bad like images of uh Asian people and in in, in infinite that like surprised me when I saw them. I was like, Holy shit. I forgot this was even in this game. I probably just like fought my way through it and forgot about it later. But yeah, it's, there's some cringy stuff in there, but I guess like Trey says, it's, that's what the game's about. So yeah, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like this, uh, you know, like this, this like fifties style world, like in the sky that where it's, everyone's mm-hmm. still racist and it's still, White so they're commenting on it. It's not, not just like a something that the developer put in there because they're ignorant. They're actually trying to comment on it. No, I mean that's yeah. part that's part of the story. It's you're supposed to be in a racist place and it's supposed to feel weird because you're in this fucking like white supremacist utopia that's obviously only a utopia to certain people. And they did like really they were trying to push like the the like uh, racist stuff in it, but some of it might I I understand a lot of it probably coming off as cringy now, but I mean a lot of it was, yeah, the, I do remember them pushing a lot in their face and be like, hey, you know, these people are really racist and all that type of thing. Yeah, I'm excited to look more into those games. Yeah, I think it's going to be one that will it'll sit on the shelf for a little while until I've got like a, a nice clear weekend and I'll dive into Bioshock. Uh, I played a little bit more of Forgotten Man. I made a little bit of progress on that game and I'm still loving it. It's a, uh, I feel like it's a, it's a hidden gem on the Switch and it's on PS4 too. I don't know if it's on Xbox or not, but I know it's on PS4. Everybody check out Forgotten Man. It's a cool game. 
And what else? Oh, um, I was at my sister's house and I played some games with my nephew. And he had, uh, he's, he's five years old. He had Luigi's Mansion 3. So we were playing two player on that. And I was Gooigi. We had, we had a good time. It's fun. Yeah. We, we played two player on that too, a little bit when we were, when we were at your house in LA. Right. Oh, yeah. Cause when we came yeah, we back, because when we came back from, uh, from Japan, it had already come out. So, hmm? yeah. I forgot there was a multiplayer in there. But yeah, that game's awesome. It's, it's very good. Yeah. And it was a fun game to play with a five year old. You know, we could take it at our own pace. And he had fun pointing at things on the screen and yelling, get the ghost, get the ghost. He was getting really, really into that. Hmm. That's a fantastic game to play with a kid. Is he is he good at it? Is he is he, is he pretty good at the game? Like he knew what he was doing. I don't yeah. know if he, you know, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know how I don't know how well you could play Luigi's Mansion Three as at a, as at the year of five. I don't know. I'm, I'm like I don't know he, if we made it. We didn't make any progress. I'll say we played it for like maybe thirty minutes, and we were just kind of just fucking around. running around the house. Yeah, and, you know, he killed a few ghosts, but it was just you know having fun. Um, and we were kind of jumping from game to game too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's five, so you we do ten minutes on this game. Then I don't want to play that anymore. Home button, it's the home button. Just sure. the next game. Yeah, yeah. We played Smash. Smash is a mainstay. You know, we always play that whenever we're together. And then Cuphead. He likes playing Cuphead too. So doing two players on that is fun. Isn't that game really hard? <laughs> I don't know. Really hard, but you know, I think the action is so much yeah. going on. It's like. Pretty to if watch. I'm the one doing all the work, you know, he's he's having fun looking at the cartoons. So sure. it's cool. Uh, other than that, yeah, I played Animal Crossing like everybody else. Got all the Mario items, and so I'm just doing some repeat items now. I don't really have any strategy for it. I'm not like trying to build a brick wall in the back or anything like that. I'm just mm-hmm. like thinking, what are the items that I'm gonna like regret not getting a whole bunch of? So now. Yeah. I- I think I think that um I think I was wrong saying that you can only order the Mario items now because I think you can actually order them whenever unless that's going to change at the end of the month because Jess and I we noticed that um that you can you can't actually order them from like from your other catalog your other catalog not oh. just the seasonal one so maybe that's something that'll change at the end of the month but as of right now it looks like you may be able to still order them after it's done so. I mean, it, yeah. There's also the possibility that everything shows up in the in that catalog too, including the seasonal items. It. I mean, it doesn't. Can though. you still order the Easter items and all that? I mean, they they like they show like you can't like reorder like paintings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of seasonal stuff that you can't reorder. They will. It'll show it in there, but it'll say like not for re, not for sale or whatever. Uh-huh. But this actually has a price in there, so I mean, it's it shows it as buyable. But I, but as far as I know, it might change to like not for sale, like when it's not on the season. It could be that, but mm. I don't know. It may we may have to wait. You know, we'll have to wait till next week to see if it. Well, I guess it would be after next week because it might still be there on Wednesday. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. But it, it, as of right now, it looks like maybe you can. But still, still order everything you want just in case. You know, just in case it does go away. Right. I'm getting. I've got a reminder that pops up every day. Go on and order your Mario items. So that's <laughs> what I've been doing. Mm. Uh, and I also cleaned up side so weeds all over the place, but they're all gone. I'm ready for our X pack episode. Oh yeah. Cool. That's yeah. it. All right. Well, let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about whatever news we got on here.
Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Let's talk about some of the releases for the week here. I said earlier the big release for this week is uh, Monster Hunter Rise coming out on Friday for $60. There's also like a deluxe edition that's like that's like $70 coming out. Story of Seasons, the new Story of Seasons. Pioneers of Olive Town coming out, $49.99. Um, Overcooked, Overcooked All You Can Eat, which I guess is Overcooked 1 and 2 plus DLC stuff. And from what I heard, it's 15% off if you bought any of the other Overcooks. So mine is 15% off as of right now, and it goes through April 11th. Uh, Arkham Horror is out this week. That was that one that John s- said you were thinking about, the one the, that's like a murder mystery story. Game. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, it, it was on sale, but it's not on sale anymore. It's 1999 as of now. Vaporium Lockdown, which is like a first-person sci-fi dungeon crawler, which I actually thought looked pretty cool. That's out this week as well. It's 10% off through the 28th. Um, Tales from the Borderlands, which we saw in one of the directs. That's out now. It came out. It was like a whatever's left of Telltale, a Telltale game. So for anybody who has the Borderlands collection and wanted to do more of that, there's that that came out. And uh, Paperball Deluxe is coming out this week also, which is basically uh, Monkey Ball. It's the new Monkey Ball, but involving like... Uh, yarn balls and cats and stuff like that it's been on my radar for a while it's only like 17.99 so i think i might still get it depending probably wait to see what people think about it but i, I don't know it's uh it's it's nice to see see some people doing uh monkey ball stuff i actually just saw another game that's on steam that looks exactly like monkey ball as well as well but it's rats 
in balls. So people are taking the initiative to try to do try to do their own thing. And also uh, later alligator. I didn't see that on there. Yeah, this one looks cool. It's like a two D animated, um, very very unique style. And from the gameplay point of view, it looks maybe like a, a warrior kind of game. Mm. But I'm interested for the visuals. The visuals. It's another one of those games that you just walk in the room. You think you're watching a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it's out. I checked on Nintendo. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. This, I do like this animation. It's unique, right? Mm-hmm. A little quirky. Reminds me of something like a, a Flash cartoon. Right. Yeah, so it definitely has an interesting interesting style to it. Some, uh, some major things that I saw uh, as far as like new release dates coming out. Main one for me, which I've talked about many, many times, but Shin Megami Tensei 3. Or yeah, Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne is now finally available for pre-order on this on the uh, eShop, which is a game that I've been excited about ever since it was announced. It's been out in, in Japan for a long time. It came, actually came out in October of last year, and there isn't, as far as I can tell, there is no English translation, so I can't buy it early. But it's a remake of a PlayStation Two game. Uh, we had you know we had a whole episode dedicated to Shin Megami Tensei and all that. And it's just a it's just a, a RPG series that I've been just really wanting to get into, and this one is this is supposed to be one of the best ones of all of them, and it's now it's going to be available at the end of May for fifty dollars. It's one of those it's one of those things where and I find this really annoying, but it's it's basically it's the twenty fourth of May if you buy the deluxe or no it's it's the twenty fourth of May if you buy the regular version, but if you buy the deluxe version, you actually get it four days ahead of time. And they did the same thing with uh, Persona with with uh, Persona Five Strikers. So I don't know what's up with that. That's kind of annoying. I don't want to. I'm not. It's like seventy dollars to get the deluxe version, and I'm not going to pay that much to get it four days ahead of time. But that is kind of annoying that you get you get a jump on it if you, if you do the deluxe version. But I'm I'm definitely planning on getting the forty nine ninety nine one. That'll be my one of my birthday games, I'm sure. But I'm excited that it finally got a release date. I was I was afraid that it was just gonna just going to fall by the wayside like some games that they say will get translated and never do so you never know but that one's finally got a, got a release date and according to retromania's twitter that's another another wrestling game that's supposed to come out retromania wrestling is supposed to come out next tuesday is what they is what the plan wow. is so anybody who's looking for another wrestling game that's and i'm i'm really interested in it i'll probably end up getting it just out of curiosity even though it's I don't think, you know, I don't know if it'll be as good as Re- Wrestling Empire. I think Wrestling Empire is really good. And they and speaking of that, they just put out the ninth uh free DLC thing for that. So they they just have their ninth version of Wrestling Empire. That guy's ridiculous. He's still just building shit. And I saw he just did a tweet like involving the uh rumors of Twitch Pro. And he said like or Switch Pro, he said if like the Switch Pro was real, he would put like full polygonal bodies of, of all the characters in the <laughs> audience or something like that. And I was like, you probably will, because this guy's just like a, he's like a mad scientist with this stuff. Like he just is constantly tinkering, you know, like it's the game is like never finished. Like I haven't played it in a while, but it's been, it's been updated like six times since I, since I played it last. And I, and it wasn't even that long ago since I played it. So <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it just blows me away. I need, I need to jump back into it and see, and see what's going on in there. But, yeah, I mean Retromania. It almost feels like the new Star Wars movies. It has weight. It has way too many cameos that no one ever wanted. Like it's this. I'm looking at. There's just all these people in there of people that I don't care about that are in the game. Like all these YouTube guys that, that you like. They're all in there. Well, <laughs> Not wrestlers, that, uh, just random people. 
I mean, it's, it's like, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the actual wrestlers, which there aren't really that many in there of official ones. I think it's smart of them to do that because they'll probably get a lot of extra coverage support. Sure. Put, like, they're but gonna I, put like the YouTubers in there. Of course, the YouTubers are going to be like, Hey, here's a game I'm in. Sure. I mean, I just, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit that fucking Metal Jesus Rocks is in there. Like, who cares? Like, he's <laughs> he's not a fucking wrestler. Like, I don't want him in there, like, mucking up the screen here. I just want, I just want, I just want to fucking, I don't know. I felt like they spent, from what I've seen, it seems like they're spending more time with who they have on the outside of the ring than what's actually in the ring. But who knows? I'll, I'll, I'll have to play it. But it seems like, I don't know. Seems Maybe like it's the, kind of, seems so the focus, for seems, it, like, the focus seems a it, little, like, uh, foggy. Doesn't seem well, like they have a maybe direction. Maybe it's more like in an NBA jam how you can play as Bill Clinton and random other people like that. Yeah, but you can't play. Yeah, but you can't play as Metal Jesus Rocks. He's just on, he's just in the background. Like who cares oh, who's in the audience? Like would have you cared? Would you have given a shit if Bill Clinton was sitting in the audience of NBA Jam? Like I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> no, but Donkey Kong was in Punch Out. I cared about that. Yeah. I mean, not I mean not in the not in the Super Nintendo one. You mean the the Wii one? In the NES one, he was in the background. Oh, I never saw him. He was in the audience. I thought it's they true. were. I thought they were too pixel, too pixelated. I mean, I played that game a bunch of times. I never saw him in there. He's hidden. He's back there. I mean, Mario and I mean Mario and Luigi were in the were in the audience of the Game Boy Advance or of the Game Boy Player. But I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, like maybe they should pay more attention to the wrestling than the, than what's going on in the background. Like, I I don't, I, you know, I to me it does kind of just seem like. It, they had so much hype surrounding it already, and we're getting so much talk from yeah. all these different YouTube channels that they were like, "Well, shit, I should put them in the game." That way, they keep talking about it, and like, I'm not going to say that. Also, they maybe they're not friends or something, but it, it might it does kind of yeah. it does kind of seem like there's this like sort of like audience that it, it it's being made for. Sure, maybe maybe you're not in that audience completely, but it just it see, might still be it, a yeah. good game. It just seems weird to me. That there's like that there's like a game chasers table like in the background there. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I don't. I, may, I mean, maybe it's people that it it could be like maybe it seems like Kingsta- Kickstarter. Uh, I, I was like, I said Kickstarter. That sounds fun. No, uh, kick Kickstarter goals, <laughs> where uh, where maybe if you give enough money or or promote it enough, you get a table on there. But like, but like Jay and Silent Bob are in there too, and I don't think they really had too much involvement with it. I don't know. It's just kind of like if they've heard of you, we'll stick you in the game. But mm-hmm. I, regardless, I'm still really interested to see how it plays, especially against something as good as uh, Wrestling Empire in, in in the end. But yeah, I know I know it's out for Xbox and it's out for Steam now, so should be should be switched soon. But also, I'm kind of afraid of the price point because what wasn't it like 25 when it was on sale? So what are they selling it for like 50 bucks or something like that? That seems a little, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just uh maybe I'm just too loyal to the Wrestling Empire game, but that game did really blow me away when it came out. So I mean, you love that it, game. It's hard to it's it's hard to put anything else against it. Well, I mean, they, I, I love the demo. I mean, Wrestling Empire Wrestling Empire basically secretly put every wrestler ever in there, which was amazing. Like I just love that that they're pretty much. I mean, not every there's some new ones that aren't in there, but I mean, you basically got like ninety percent of all of the wrestlers of all time in that game. Just call different names, but they're but they are those wrestlers, and they have the same name. It's the same moves and all that. So, pretty fucking impressive. I mean, it's 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 hard. I mean, there's like 300 wrestlers in there. It's it's kind of it's kind of hard to go against that, you know, between between the two of them. So, and there's still a lot to do. Like just just unlocking those in themselves takes takes forever. So, 
Well, you can think of it too. I mean, one is 3D, one is 2D, and they're kind of playing on different eras of games. And sure. So, sure. I miss playing the like the Super Nintendo WWE Def games. Yeah. You know, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm still I'm curious about it. Yeah, I I mean I never really I didn't think any of the Super Nintendo wrestling games were all that good though. I don't think that wrestling games actually got good until the sixty four ones. So hopefully they have some sort of like Fire Pro wrestling engine in there or like a or like the sixty four but in sixteen bit because I had I mean I had wrestling for my for NES and it wasn't really I mean it was mostly just button mashing. Like there was no like there wasn't a whole lot of depth to it, you know, and, and all the Super Nintendo ones were, they looked a little bit better, but they still weren't good games. At least what, at least what I played of them. So I, I had know. Tecmo World Wrestling on NES and that game was really good. Well, that one was better because that's not an actual licensed game. Like the, the Tecmo ones are going to be better because they're made by like a real company and not LGN, right. you know. I remember playing, uh, uh, I think it was Royal Rumble on Genesis. I liked that. I rented that one weekend. I had a good time with it. Cause I had a, I had a WrestleMania game and it's fine. It was fine. Like just for seeing people that you knew and all that, but it wasn't a good game by any means. And it was an LGN game. And I got, and I got a bunch of super Nintendo wrestling games. Like after I got into wrestling from the 64 games and they're all bad. Like the only good one that I have is, uh, the Saturday, the Saturday night slam masters, but that's a, that's a Capcom game. Like that's not even, you know, that has fucking Hagar in there from Final Fight. Like, it's a whole different thing. It's made from, like I said, it's made by a real company. So it's actually, it's actually a game. It's not about, like, licenses and characters and stuff like that. But, but yeah, that that's how I feel about it. What else? We can, I guess we could talk about leaks slash evidence. That's, that's a good uh, category there. So, so there's more, there's more stuff coming out about the Switch Pro. More stuff from NVIDIA. Basically things we already said. Was that you know that it's basically looking like it's going to be like three fifty four hundred dollars for the new switch, and that makes sense to me because yeah. why would they release it at three? Because then they would have to scale all their other stuff back, and it doesn't seem like we're in a position at all to do that. Like I feel like they would rather just keep selling stuff and then have this other version that's more expensive, like and sell that too. You know, so that's that, that's kind of just cool. adding more. It's just it's just putting putting more validity to the to the rumors, you know. And this and this is coming straight from Nvidia, right? Like they're the ones who are basically saying that Nintendo is asking them to do it, which is kind of like, why are you doing that? But uh, I mean, why didn't Nintendo was... didn't Nintendo maybe maybe tell them not to talk about whatever they're producing? I don't know. I don't I don't know if they came out with like an official statement or something like that, or somebody just certain chips are coming out of the factory. Mm. People are. Asking what are they for? You know yeah. that kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. So it's know. really going to be. I don't know. Nintendo's just going to keep iterating on the Switch. I don't know if they'll do anything else. That, that, there'll be a, there'll be a Switch too eventually. I mean, but there's just going to be like a new new Switch, new Switch Plus, do, whatever. Yeah, they'll do the new one, and then maybe later on they'll do like another one like the Lite, but it'll be with all the internals of the the best Switch, and then it'll start like shifting around like that as the best one gets better, the mm. lower one catches up to the mid-range sure I, I would think that eventually they would make a sequel at yeah. some point because it's gonna I mean, in a couple of years they're gonna have to i but, think three years three years we'll we'll get the switch to or whatever the next thing is i mean i know the game boy like stuck around forever and then there was like the game boy color or well, the game boy light and the game boy pocket and the game boy color and, and all that stuff so the and, game boy the game boy advance and the 3ds were very or ds were very close together yeah, like, well, I don't. It's crazy to think how fast the Game Boy Advance got axed. 
<laughs> and how much happened in that time and how many games were released well a lot of them were remakes of snes games or re-release yeah re-releases yeah. well because i mean because game boy advance was like you know it was a super nintendo in your pocket like it was the big thing mm-hmm. so it's like well what games do we already have that we can just put in there and that was a big i mean you know i was i was into that mm-hmm. i was excited about that having like having a link to the past portable and super mario world and mm-hmm. you know and like having all those uh Castlevania games, which were new, but still, and like or like you know the Street Fighter games. Like I, I flipped out about that. Like a the Street Fighter Two, Turbo Revival, and uh, and Alpha Three, and all that stuff. Like I played, I played a lot of that stuff on there. I imagine it's possible that the Game Boy Advance was ready to go uh, significantly earlier than than what we actually got it because Game Boy got the second win from Pokemon. They probably saw like, okay, there's actually there's an uptick now. Game Boy is popular again. Let's uh, hold off know. on the R and D and. Well, I mean, I feel like that's why screen, so screens short. had a lot to do with it, and I think that I don't know. I think color screens were still pretty new in well, the late nineties. Like when the Game Boy Color got its color screen, that was like a pretty. Like that's the first time I ever saw a color screen. So thinking of the Game Boy Advance, just what like three years later. Well, I mean, but the, I mean, don't forget the Game Gear was, was already existed at that time and had a color screen. Yeah, but that was a different kind yeah. of screen. Yeah, I mean, it was it was thick, but it's closer and, to what a, how a CRT works. And and I don't think I really don't think Game Boy Advance was that close to the release of Pokemon because Pokemon was in like '97. Yeah, and that was before that was even before like Game Boy Pocket or Game Boy Color. Like they went right. through a lot more stuff because don't because it was like there was a regular Game Boy regular pokemon but then silver and gold was like one of those that w- there wasn't color for color but would still play in black and white for the uh-huh. other one and then it got yeah. to like ruby and sapphire which was actually for, for i'm game saying, boy advance I'm saying it's that. possible that maybe game boy advance was actually ready to go in like you know 99 or something maybe uh, two really years see. earlier so maybe the game boy color was originally going to be the game boy advance they're like let's just take the guts of the game boy and make it a little better use this screen yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure there were parts of the tech floating around at the time, but because it was Game Boy Advance was what like 2002 or something like that, or was it 2000? Or was it 2001? 2001. Yeah, just turned 20. Yeah, so it was like a couple months before the GameCube, right? I think it was in the spring of 2000. It was around. It was around the same time. Like it was, they were they were pretty close. It was several months before. Yeah. I thought. I thought. Well, they were definitely in the same year. Mm-hmm. They come out upon the 20th anniversary of Game Boy Advance. Oh, it, it yeah, already it already happened. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we already had the twentieth anniversary. There's been anniversaries for other stuff too, like uh, was it Resident Evil and Harvest Moon slash mm-hmm. Story of Seasons. Wind Waker turned eighteen today. Yeah, as of the March twenty fifth. So time to leave Grandma's house. Yeah, for real. He's like thirty five now. <laughs> yeah, get out of get out of there already. But make sure and get that soup. Uh, what else? Uh, what else is That's on? Some of the games announced. Another uh, game that was announced this week that I'm excited about, Man Eater. I've been hearing about this game on on PlayStation. Uh, it's basically Grand Theft Shark. Yeah, except yeah, I think you're just a, you don't actually steal sharks. I think you just are a shark, right. <laughs> and, you, and you just jump. It kind of it kind of sort of looked like a what is it? Um, Goat Simulator, but like Shark Simulator as well, where it has like that mm-hmm. weird. Where where it doesn't really move correctly, you know, it has like a it has like a weird jankness to it. Uh-huh. I kind of gathered that from it as well, where you're just like this shark that kind of moves weirdly, and you can jump out and eat people. 
from the I don't know. It just looks ridiculous, but it could be fun for the right price. I don't know. What we really wanted from Echo the Dolphin. Just wanted to swim around and eat people. But Echo went soft. I mean anything would be better than Echo the Dolphin. Have you played that game recently? It's <laughs> I really I Not recently, I really no. I really like the way that game looked, but I tried so hard to play that game. And it sucks. It's not a good game. Like it's really con- incredibly confusing, and I can't. I mostly it feels just... like it's going to be really fun. The first level, yeah. You're like, oh wow, these controls are cool, and I can jump really high out of the water. And I'm like, I really feel like I'm moving like a dolphin would move. And then, yeah, by like the fourth or fifth screen of the game, you're like, uh, I just stop. I just got lost really quickly, and I just couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do and what the point of the game was. That was my problem. I was like, uh. What do I what do I do in this game? I'm just I'm just swimming in circles. Like there's no I couldn't figure out how to progress and I was like this is getting boring really quickly. And I couldn't figure out where the actual game loop was, you know, where the fun part is of this. So I mean, I, ne- I never I never discovered any of that of Echo. And I bought Echo 3D on uh, on the 3DS, so it wasn't it was fairly recently cuz I was like I always thought the game was so cool and when I actually played it I was like this game sucks. I don't really I don't understand where the fun is in this game but that was that was me i think yeah, that's, that's one of those new... games i own two copies of so do both of you guys have echo the dolphin i don't i've never owned it uh i i only have the 3ds i only have the 3d version on 3DS. i'll have to double check but i, the, might, the I digital. might have a copy for you john oh nice i appreciate it yeah so you give them both away <laughs> there's a new pikmin game coming out for mobile yeah i saw that yeah from uh niantic the developers of pokemon go it's gonna I... be an augmented reality game yeah, there's like a there's e- there's even like you can get a you can get like a beta version of it or, or something, right? Or you can apply for it. You can it. sign up, yeah, for a, the possibility to test the game. I signed up. Yeah, I just I don't I don't go anywhere. It's gonna be. A, <laughs> I mean, even when I did, even when I did go places, I don't go anywhere. Like I don't really commute, so uh, Pokemon like Pokemon Go and all that never really appealed to me because i don't really have like a schedule where i walk around town if i did i could see it being enjoyable but i don't you know like i was, was doing fun back then, back in the day yeah i never really i mean it was i would just basically look at it and spin a thing and get some items and that was you know that was about it or i'd look at you know i'd be like oh look there's a pokemon over there in augmented reality which i had I to like tur- using it on the bus that was cool which i had to turn off because it would drain my battery power so much so i didn't even really get mm. to enjoy the augmented reality stuff but it's like it was more for somebody who has a commute, you know, that like takes the train every day and mm-hmm. goes through the walks the same thing. And they liked Pokemon once when they were kids and they can have, you know, play a little bit of it. And it'll remind you of when, you know, when you played it before. That's kind of what I got where most of the people actually enjoyed it. Aside from the people that were like hardcore into like doing, uh, you know, like doing gyms and, and uh, being gym leaders and stuff like that. But I don't know. I uh, playing playing the uh, and I don't know if you got this far, but playing Mario Toadstool Tour. And playing the uh, the the peach uh, golf course area, it just made me it, it made me smile when I hit the ball into the into the flowers and the Pikmin come running out. Like I totally oh, forgot so. about that. It's so cool. Yeah, there, there's like flower beds in in some of the golf courses where if you hit your ball in there, you just see all these little Pikmin scatter around. And it just it, it's cool because that was that was the time when they were actually pushing that. Still, I feel like Pikmin's kind of been forgotten now. You know, it would be rare that you wow. would just see Pikmin in just a game like that. You know, but in but yeah, at that's the, why. but in Mario Golf, they're like, hey, uh, here we're there's there's flowers, so Pikmin live in there. It's just that's just a cool detail, you know, that you wouldn't see normally. I just miss that stuff. 
Yeah. Maybe I'm that's wondering how they put how... it at uh, Super Nintendo World because Pikmin are hidden throughout there. Yeah. Maybe they thought, oh, it's in Mario Golf. They're yeah. like the Koroks the of the Mario World. Yeah, I mean, I like Pikmin. I would, I mean, I, you know, I, I already played through three, so I didn't want to buy it again. But if there was a four, I would definitely get it. You know, there, I'm wondering there how wasn't like, there wasn't like, hey, you Pikmin or whatever it's called. So I'm thinking like with the augmented reality of like Pokemon, you were facing off against them. So you'd see them in front of you, you know, and it makes sense to look at your screen and it's facing towards the Pokemon. But one of the big things about Pikmin is that they follow you around. So like, are you going to be using your phone like in selfie mode and you'll see them behind you or how's that going to work? Are you going to have to hunch all the way over the ground to see them? Cause they're only like three inches tall. <laughs> yeah. Are we we're going to have a light. Or are you go, or are they gonna be relative like, to you like they are to Olimar? That's what I wonder. We'll be like, hey, uh, uh okay. Pikmin, go uh go grab that food off that plate and take it back to the ship so we can live for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Like it like it is in Pikmin three, you know, where you gotta you get you gotta you gotta get your uh gotta Juice. get your gotta get your rations so you can so you can mm-hmm. fight another day. I mean it's it's an interesting idea, you know. I'll probably download it and play around. With I see it for pointing a it at and something and it. just like tap at the screen over and over again. That's kind of what I envision happening too. Well, it's kind of like when you throw them at stuff in the game. So uh-huh. <laughs> it's, very, it's, it's very similar, you know, where you're hitting the A button and you're just tossing them at the guys or when you, you can like even do it, toss them at the bridges the, and stuff. So you can do it with a touch screen on the, the Wii U as well. Oh yeah. 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 You can play the whole game on there. Which, which was I wonder cool. if we're going to see droves of people. All playing Pikmin, like hunching over, digging through bushes and wherever Pikmin would hide. Trash cans. <laughs> well, I mean, they're tiny though. They're like smaller. They're supposed to be like, like smaller than a coin, even like the even smaller mm. than a penny. So I mean, because Olimar's like half the size of an apple, or like a quarter of the size of an apple. Well, I remember the first Pikmin game, like in the manual, it shows you like comparison to, because I think they're about, I thought Olimar Olimar was like the size of a quarter or like a little bit bigger because they do, they do compare them to change and stuff like that. So they're tiny. They're supposed to be tiny, tiny guys. And the idea that was that they were always there. We just didn't know they were there because they were so small. You know, that's kind of what I gathered from the first game. Kind of like the Minish people. Sure. This, uh, I, I saw this, uh. I saw this thing on here just because I thought it was I thought it was funny because it reminded me of another specific game. But apparently, there's a Japanese company that's uh, just taking the whole day off for the uh, release of Monster Hunter uh, Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> it just reminds me of you know the of the whole uh, legend of Dragon Quest three and all that of of people taking off work to play that game and you know supposedly them changing you know changing the release date because of that or not allowing games to be released in weekdays and all that you know i think i heard it was wasn't completely related but still it's just it's just cool that so many you know people are so excited about it that it's that it's like they're taking taking time off to to play i'll say i bet enix was happy to be like yeah that's why yeah (laughs) (laughs) they were gonna run with that promotion well, it's, it's such a thing that it's even, you know, like the, was it Yakuza 0, which takes place in, in the 80s? There's like a whole event around the release of Dragon Quest 3. And they don't they don't straight up say Dragon Quest 3, but you know that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know that's what the game is. Like, they don't say the title, but it's, yeah, it's a thing where you have to wait in line for this kid to help him get the game and stuff like that. And it's it's like such a cult- cultural moment that it's kind of cool that uh that's what's happening with... Uh, with with rise so far, and I really want to play Yakuza like a like a dragon someday. 
Oh yeah. I mean, it's on sale all the time. You could probably get it for like mm-hmm. nothing. I mean, it's a, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I, I've seen it on sale for 30 bucks, like at least, if not less, but even like the, like the Kiwami and Zero are like $9 or less, you know, if you want the actual experience of uh, the regular like Yakuza games, I would recommend either of those. And they're dirt cheap, you know, and they're basically like, uh, you know, they're like beat-em-up RPGs is what I always kind of thought of them as. It's it's like it would be like Streets of Rage if Streets of Rage had a really really good story and and had and very you know well developed characters and you can level up and stuff like that. That's kind of what I got from those games. And of course, the the most fun thing is that it can go it can go as silly or as serious as it wants, like like on a you know on the dot, which is which is always cool. Super Nintendo World finally opened in Japan. Yeah, it did open. It did open last week. I haven't watched you know I haven't looked at like any footage of it or anything like that. Probably because I don't know, make me depressed that I'm not in Japan or anything like that. But the the direct uh, the direct that they did the Nintendo one, I wasn't really impressed with it. I, w- I wasn't really impressed with the world. I thought it was small. I thought it that was small. I thought there wasn't a whole lot to do. Like it didn't really make me want to go there. Like I felt like mm-hmm. some of the like the only like the only thing I might have enjoyment out of is like the VR Mario Kart thing or the AR whatever whatever you call it. Like that's like mm-hmm. the only ride really. And I don't know. I wasn't really. I kind of just like fell off of it. I was like, eh, whatever. It'd be well, maybe. Yeah, I'm not that. It, well, I think it's like you're at Universal, and maybe you spend the afternoon in Super Nintendo World, and then you go uh, wherever else for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's small. They squeezed it into basically a large parking lot. So, uh, not something I'm going to go to Japan to see. But if I'm there, I'll go. I mean, well, and there's supposed to be one in America at some point, and we were planning Two. on there's one in Florida, one in California. Yeah, we were planning on doing it when you still lived lived in California, but that was also before the world shut down. So, right. So I mean, who knows? But it's yeah. Look, just looking at pictures of it, it looks it looks so tiny, and just watching it, like what there is to do, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know the one the One Piece thing in Tokyo Tower is bigger than this. <laughs> it's like I don't know. And that's not even that big, but it seems like there's more to do than than what was than what I saw on there. I don't know. I'm mostly intrigued by the the cafe, and that's not a reason to go to a theme park. But yeah. I still want to go. I don't know if I want to scatter my ashes there, but yeah, <laughs> I want to at least test it out. Yeah, <laughs> scatter scattering your ashes. Hopefully you don't get chewed. Speaking out. of scattering ashes, maybe it's time we talk about goodbye Mario. Yeah, Mario. <laughs> this is our this is our final week of Mario. He he did so many things in thirty five years, and now now he's getting killed. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Like the the purge or whatever. Yeah, they seem to be very serious about this whole uh, Mario death thing, even to the point of removing like Mario cartoons from that from Netflix. Like that's even a thing. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. They're oh like my God. the Super Mario, whatever Super Mario Super Show that's on there is like getting removed. So goodbye, Mario. <laughs> I really, I, I really need to try to to try to play Mario Thirty Five one last time, and you guys should as well because we're only going to get it for another week. So I mean, and, and there's you know there's an event every weekend, so I'm sure there'll be some sort of event this weekend. Should at least if I can pull myself away from Monster Hunter for long enough. I'll have, to, I'll have to try it. What's going to happen to Mario 35? Is it just going to disappear from the Switch, or is it going to be... I think it's going to be... It, and it won't open. 
It's going to be like those time demos, you know, where you open yeah. it and it's just going to say no communication. Damn. Like it's it's not going to come and like pull it off your system or anything like that. It'll still be there. You just won't be able to play it because they'll shut down the servers, which seems so wrong, especially with like Tetris 99, like being there for twice the time. Do you think Nintendo will ever do a thing where it's just like, oh, an all Mario aggregate spot? Where like maybe there's like we're gonna take all the cartoons down, we're gonna take the games down. There's gonna be one place you go for all the Mario stuff. Mario Plus. Mario Plus. Oh. Subscription based service. <laughs> oh, you, you got it. You figured it out. That's really what they're doing. They're they're getting into the streaming service. They decided that they're gonna put all their Mario stuff on one thing. <laughs> and you yeah, and and it's gonna be like, yeah. And you have to you can only play it with like a GameCube controller or something. They'll have they'll have some sort of specific controller that comes out with it. They'll make it as annoying as Apple TV, where you can't play it on anything other than an Apple product. And the Game Boy Advance Mario voices will be in all the games. <laughs> just what I needed. Yeah, where they're just yelling all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, like Link and uh, Link to the Past. But apparently, if you if you, if anybody bought you like a, a download code for for uh, the 3D All Stars, you can still do that. So so that's good to know. You can still download stuff if you have a code. You just can't buy it. It still makes it still makes like no sense. Like I really don't understand. I hope that you know. I hope that all the you know you hear people talk about it being like okay, well, on the thirty first, it's going to go away, so they can add Mario Galaxy two or something like that. So maybe that still happens, or like we talked about, like you know, hopefully a, a Zelda anniversary direct thing. Which who knows? Who knows by now <laughs> what's what's becoming of that? But. April April will be a different will be a, another month to talk about that but it's kind of sad that Mario's Mario's getting axed here and it still doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't make me I don't know it doesn't make me want to like buy it more because of the vault and all that I mean I guess I already bought the stuff and the same thing with the uh, fire emblem which is not even Mario <laughs> they're supposed to remove that on the 31st too the Oh that's right the the, the NES the yeah the translated Famicom one which is good so if anybody who doesn't have it get it, it's only like six bucks. I still I still hope to play through that game again. I just you know, strategy games they just don't they don't intrigue me as much as the other RPG stuff. Is there is there anything else you want to you guys want to talk about on here? I saw yeah. I saw something I thought that might be cool to talk about. Uh, Kirby sixty four. Just the other day, somebody reported they had found a new cheat in it. So this game came out what in like ninety eight. 99 i can't remember i think it was it was i was definitely in college i remember playing it like it was the a late summer 64 game yeah it was either like the first or second summer after i just gone to college i rented it and played through all of it and it was fun because uh, i remember playing it at lcc it had to have been like 99 like 98 or 99 but i saw it on twitter so somebody had reposted uh it looked like it was in japanese the original post about it and um uh, yeah, you apparently you plug in a second controller, hold down the L button, then you press C up, C up, R, C right, C left, then start, and then whatever the third file is in the game will have a hundred percent completion. Oh, so it's kind of crazy that so you get to see like the extra mode at the end and all that, like with the ship battle spoilers. There, there is like a flying ship thing, which I made sure to get a hundred percent to do when I. Oh yeah, it. well then yeah, see so there's there's your your cheat to get all the way to the end if you want. Um, that's pretty cool that this game 
has been out for so long and it even was on a virtual console and nobody figured it out yeah yeah it wasn't it was on virtual console on the wii and the wii u i believe yeah i believe i mean i i don't know if it was for sure on but i would but i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised like it, I'm, I'm sure it's on both there, there's a couple decent uh kirby ds stuff on wii u also that i was looking at speaking of kirby but but yeah it's a it's amazing it's been out for so long and somebody's just just figuring it out so one more bit of news i wanted to talk about it's just fyi for everybody the fcc wants to know how bad your internet sucks i'm thinking about this because until i moved my internet really sucked and i would have loved for this news to come out like a couple weeks to ago, tell someone reported them. <laughs> yeah to tell somebody but so anyone who wants to tell the fcc about how bad their internet sucks you can get on um, consumercomplaints.fcc.gov and you can talk about any of your internet related woes so uh, they hope that by collecting the information directly from consumers they'll be better equipped to enhance the accuracy of the existing broadband maps. Hmm. Wow. They're only like what? 20 years late on this 25 years. Late. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Broadband. I, remember, I think we got broadband in 98. Yeah, I, I, I had it in high school. Well, not at my yeah. house, but at the school. Yeah. It was, it was a long time ago. I mean, I, my internet's good most of the time, as long as it doesn't drop me out like in the middle of an episode, which happened to us like two episodes ago. But for the most part, ninety percent of the time it works. I don't really ha- really have much to complain about, except for the time when there is an outage, you know, which is which is annoying. But it doesn't happen that often, thankfully. I'm gonna miss my internet, but my internet is a little finicky too. It's either great or it just completely sucks. There's no in between. There's no just average. Yeah, because you had that you had that crazy upload speed and all that stuff, but it's still kind of finicky. Well, yeah, it's still a great upload speed, but I've just had some times where it'll just drop out and it'll just stop working randomly. And I know that happens with most internet, but it sucks when it does. So I'm like, no, I paid for it to be fast, not for it not to be exist. Yeah. Did you uh, did you read any of that stuff about the new? Uh, there, there's like some new stuff that uh that came out about Pokemon Snap. There's there's like a there was like a 15 minute gameplay video of it. And there was I, a, I read about it. I read the article you posted tonight in the Slack, um, and that I I haven't actually watched any of the new video of it yet. I watched a little bit of the video. Just some stuff that I thought was cool from what they're saying about the new one is one thing that kind of that kind of perked perked my interest was uh was they were saying that you that there will be different Pokemon that will show up like depending on how many times you go to one area. So that kind of added like a little bit more depth to it to me, you know, versus like, you know, versus like the original one where you can kind of like see all of it in like an hour or two. This one says like the more experience you get, the larger amount of Pokemon you'll see in whatever areas you go to. So I guess they kind of want you to build up to seeing more legendary stuff. Yeah. Like skills to the difficulty or the difficulty skills with, as you improve, but Mm -hmm. I think it might also be a bit like the, because in the original one, you would get like some new stuff, which that sure, yeah, was over pretty quick. But you'd revisit levels with like the new lure or you know the stun thing. Like you got those organically through the game. Yeah, you would get stuff to interact with them where you could do things where you could maybe do it the first time, and 
And there were some events, but this it sound kind of sounds like maybe there's some Star Fox type stuff in here too, where you can like you can change. There's like alternate routes and stuff that you can change. So you mm-hmm. want to go through one thing multiple times, and I like the idea of that. Like that makes me a little bit more interested. I mean, in it, it makes sense because this is essentially an on rail shooter. Exactly. Yeah, and I like I like the idea of being able to unlock different routes because that was you know that's what I loved about Star Fox sixty four. Like one of the things you know that was really cool is being able to go through all the different things. So. I'm getting a little more excited about it. I mean, it's it's coming out next month, so. I'm still on a most likely going to buy it. Uh, I will wait to read a review, which usually happens before I can buy the game anyway. Mm-hmm. So I won't, I won't be preloading it probably, but um, I, I'm really interested in it because it's the first game was just every time I've ever played it, I remember it just being a really nice, relaxing kind of time waster game. Yeah, I mean, I loved the first one, but I was also really happy that I didn't buy it because <laughs> I rented it and played through it, and I was really happy that I didn't purchase it for full price because it was very quick, and I had a great time and all the time that I played it, but I also kind of would have been bummed because I didn't have very much money at the time, and whatever I had, I wanted to buy something that would last longer, you know, so it was kind of one of those things. I rented it and really liked it, and then I bought it for really cheap years down the road, like when I came across it at a convention or a GameStop or something like that. I think I got it for under $10 when I finally ended up buying it. I got it on the Wii. Oh, yeah. And you can get it on the Wii for $10 also. <laughs> so uh, digitally. And and it's uh, the Wii U as well. So, And you could play with your Wii U controller. But, I mean, there, there's going to be gyroscopic controls in there. So I like that. You could maybe finagle that uh, that Labo camera thing into it to, to make it work even without it actually communicating with the labo camera thing so you can also like in the first game it would automatically zoom in before you would snap a shot oh yeah because yeah, it's, so it's this one like you snap. can just do the wide angle yeah well it's kind of it's it it's kind of like a shooter you know where you do like the snap mm-hmm. the snap zoom and shoot thing like that's kind of what it mm-hmm. reminded me of line of sight yeah yeah so but it's i don't know it's it's more the more and more i see about it this more intriguing it looks so so yeah, but aside from that, I don't really, I don't really know if there's that much else we need to talk about. Is there anything you guys want to say? I think we're good. Let's just Askawada comes out soon. Yeah, the Askawada book is up for pre-sale, so comes out on April thirteenth. Whoever, but whoever wants to buy that, is that going to be an ebook as well? You think? Because Probably, maybe. I don't. Know. I have an e-reader now. Oh, did you buy a Kindle? Yeah, or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called or is it the equivalent the non-kindle equivalent I, I, saw kindle. You, I saw you tweeting about it yeah i bought it you wanted a black black and white book i bought reader. a refurbished one yeah did you put doom on it yet not yet was it something that you wanted to to actually read books or did you just want it for technology i think that read was books. what your question was on the <laughs> yeah i want to read books and uh graphic novels like I but, guess you can do those too. But they'll all be in black and white. Well, specifically black and white ones, yeah. I was gonna say. So so just so just the Walking Dead. <laughs> I mean that's all in black and I white. I was like I was wondering I was like, I wonder if uh Johnny the Homicidal Maniac's on here, but I can't I haven't found it yet. Oh yeah, I don't even was that even nah, I guess it was. I was gonna say, was I I haven't thought about that one in a long time. Can't read out I feel sick because it'll all be mm-hmm. they'll cut all the color out of it. I don't know. I just need a, if you ever, if you ever want to get rid of your like 
iPad or something, John. I, I just need like a secondhand iPad that I can read comics on. That would be the only thing I would use it for. One that's cheap. I, I don't want. I don't want to buy a new one ever. I have. I have an iPad one, but it's useless. It doesn't do anything. You can't. You can't read like you can't read a Comicsology or or Marvel Unlimited on it or anything like that. But if I'm I pretty sure you could get one for cheap. If I ever got one, I would want just want one just to read comics with because I do have a Marvel Unlimited where you can read like pretty much every comic that hasn't come out in the past five months. And that would be what it, that would be primarily what I would do on it just because I do read them off my phone, but it'd be cool to have a bigger surface to to look at yeah. it at. You know, they're nice for reading. But I thought I thought iPads were pretty worthless when they came out because they're just like giant phones, <laughs> and I already hate my phone, so I didn't want a bigger version of it. Now they lean more toward. Restricted computers, less yeah. like phones. Yeah. Well, and they got like cameras and shit on them too, which I think right. is pretty hilarious to watch anybody take a picture with an iPad because it's like, <laughs> it's just funny. It's like you're taking a picture with a textbook with a, with a, with a lens on it. It's hilarious. Yeah. I think, I think that's good. I think we're good for this episode. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. And once again, if you want to, if you want to be eligible to win the, uh, micro SD card that I offered up early on the show. Follow our Patreon at Nintendo or we'll give to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nintendo main podcast. All you have to do is the dollar one and I will pick somebody at random to send it to. We're we're actually aiming for new for new Patreon people, so if you were thinking about doing it, do it now. And if and if you go for it you get to hear our our uh you know our tour of our Animal Crossing towns and our Goodbye to the game, pretty much. I guess, kind of, <laughs> or, or uh, you um, know, yeah. or a uh, sayonara to, uh, to to the game when it we now that we've, now that we've gotten past a year and we may get bored with it quickly. So that, and also, you know, you, you also get access to like thirty plus bonus episodes that are only available on there. Plus, if you give it like the five dollar level, you get videos and stuff, and also like you know higher than that, we'd offer like physical gifts and stuff like that. So check that out. Also, you can find us, uh, find Jeremy and I on Twitter at jmaxstack and at Nintendo underscore domain. Also, if you want to watch me play Monster Hunter, which I'll be playing for the next week probably, uh, go to twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. I stream at 2 a.m. Friday, what, Saturday nights, Tuesday nights, and Thursday nights. So you can check that out there. Uh, also, you know, we have YouTube, youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast. I think I haven't looked. I haven't looked how, how where we're at, but I know we're still pretty close to 300 viewers on there. So so check that out. Also, I have another podcast called How's It Now, which uh, we just put up an episode about Blue Jasmine, which was a hard one to do because of uh, you know cancel culture mm-hmm. and Woody Allen and all that stuff. But we did it. We did it because of the documentary, because of the the Fairovers Allen documentary, which was really good. So if you want to hear about our response to that and all that stuff, listen to that. Is and, Mia Farrow in that one? In the documentary? She's, is, who's in Blue Jasmine? Like who's like Clay, leads? Uh Kate Blanchett's in it. And it's actually okay. It's a newer one, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it was it? okay. it's twenty it's two thousand thirteen. Actually, they stopped making movies together in like ninety three, I think, ninety two, ninety three, because that was when that that whole thing happened with uh with SUNY and all that stuff. And but uh but Blue Jasmine was the one I thought of because it felt like it's supposed to be, she's supposed to be like a modern retelling of like Blanche Dubois from Streetcar Named Desire and all that. But mm-hmm. it really feels like he's trying to write her as like his own like anger towards Mia Farrow and all that. So that's, that's kind of why we went, what we went for that particular movie. 
But uh, yeah, Kate Blanchett's performance is great. It's just really hard to watch movies like that, especially with all the toxicity of, of revolving around Woody Allen and all that stuff. But if you want to talk, have us talk about that and cancel culture, listen to that episode. I thought it was pretty interesting. But we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. See you.